yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Why, it's nice of you to join us. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what? what was that? What just right happened? here on Grab City. <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know. You turned around to... like the villain from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do like a super villain. I, I thought I thought you were gonna have one of your cats up there for a second, like rubbing yeah, him for real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're starting off away. I see. We are starting off away. Look, it's Saturday, and it is a a different kind of Saturday here in the Washington household because my wife is in. Detroit right now, and Detroit, so Rock City. we all, me and the kids, like woke up super late today, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, also my daughter ain't got her acting class today. Okay, so it's just a different kind of Saturday. It's just a chill family day. What y'all got going on today? Uh, Veda has a singing recital this afternoon. Oh, that's what's uh, up. So getting together with the grandparents, and then she's got a, uh, she's got to sing a solo. Ooh, Ooh. Um, she's singing. Uh, part of your world from uh, from the Little Mermaid. So, oh, that's a sub. Yep. But hey, folks, this is Grapsity. I'm Will Washington. How you doing? Also here is Phil Lindsay. I'm in the place to be. What's going on, guys? And also here, uh, I know you heard the two of us, maybe you have, uh, do a podcast uh, earlier this week, but Mr. Righteous Red is back with me today. Yo, it's Media Man in the building, your favorite rapper, your favorite we, writer, we your kinda, favorite podcast. We kind of podcast a bit, maybe. too. Like, well, yeah, man. Yeah, this is just like podcast. This is my third podcast this week, actually. So, uh, yeah, shout out to podcast. Y'all go listen to Blackpool Combat Club before I forget. Right yeah, now. not right now because we're doing this, but right after this, go listen to that. Uh, but yeah, I, that's right. Me and Phil did the. Uh, uh, we talked Batman. Uh, the Batman. Mm. Sorry, uh, we talked the Batman, and uh, and then literally an hour and a half later, Pia uh, Reg talked Dynamite on Day After Dynamite. So I've been podcasting with you guys all week already. Uh, but this is the one where the three of us get together. Yes. Grapsity. Mm-hmm. what we do. Except no substitutes. That other stuff is cool, but it ain't what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. You know what's up. Uh, and so there's... Uh, let's make sure... I already did make sure. I was like, oh yeah, Humper Chats. Nah, I already Humper. checked. I checked like an hour ago to make sure... Uh, this is stuff I'm like doing before the show. The daddy section, y'all are nasty in there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that up? sign though. I saw that sign on uh, Rampage last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, daddy section, and they definitely got some some good old laughs. You got to take a sign next time to the next show. So yeah, for real. Um, cutting up, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, do you know what I um, actually? Let me start off by letting everybody know mm-hmm. we do got super chats, we do got humper chats, uh, and 
Uh, if you go to humperchats.com, that is uh, a way you can uh, get your messages to the show and they help support us a whole lot better um, because they don't take as big of a cut as uh, YouTube does. Um, but if you want them to come up on the screen with the fancy graphics, then um, give us uh, a super chat. Um, and we've got plenty of super chats. Uh, we have Tremaine said, the Fed tried to win the breakup with Stoke. Uh, said, oh, do we really want him anyway? We about to see, baby. Uh, R.H. says, give me Stokely Hathaway with Dante Martin or Jade Fire Smart Mark for focusing Bro, on Tony Nese. can you guys, like, her- I'm writing an article today. Could you guys get out of my brain? Please, why? Why y'all hating on Smart Mark so bad, Joe. man? Like, let him, let him do his job. I actually Yo. like Smart Mark as the simp that he is, like... <laughs> Uh, Bro, I, I'm about to write an article about how Stokely's going to get Sterling out of here. So I, I shouldn't be saying that out loud because I'm about to write it. But you guys, stop it. Nah, man. Let, let, let Mark cook, man. He, he's, uh, he got it. No, to... the number one Stokely Hathaway client right now is Jade Cargill. That's a million, billion dollar. Nah, man. Ever since I saw somebody say uh, Stokely, Stokely with um, the guys, the infantry, I was like, hmm. That's a great one, honestly. Like I saw that one too, and I thought, oh, you know, it's a, well, it's a topic today. Obviously, yeah. you look at the title of this video; it's yes. obviously a thing we're going to talk about. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Carlos says, "What's up, Grab City fam? Hope everyone has a good weekend." I just wanted to plug my favorite promotion, AAA tonight. That's right, uh, tonight on Fight. Got to represent my people and Vikingo. Phoenix and the Bucks, yeah. Yes, um, I couldn't be more excited about a tag team match, even though I've seen a bunch of great tag team matches in the last couple weeks. But this is going to be in fucking sane. I'm going to watch tonight, and I'm going to cry while watching it because it's going to be an amazing experience. The Young Bucks, Phoenix is fucking back. Vikingo is insane. He's going to be flipping, running, doing all kinds of crazy shit. This shit is going to be amazing. I can't wait. Like We, we talked about it on Day After Dynamite, but like the moment this match was announced, that was like the, the red flag of, wait, wait, wait. Phoenix is like No, Phoenix back. is really yeah, Phoenix back. is back. He so is like back. that that was... Like, I wish I was surprised in that moment on Dynamite, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, as soon as uh, I noticed... I didn't see that before Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I was watching Dynamite, and as I see um, the hooded figure not showing his face, I'm like, oh, it's Ray Phoenix, because he's wrestling this weekend at mm-hmm. AAA, so we know he's good. Uh, and he's really back because he's going right into a Young Bucks match. It ain't no warm-up match. This no, is he, like, no, he came here. straight out doing dives, bro. I was like, no, nah, he, he, he's back, back. He's yeah, ready. he is. He is back. Now, it's going to be amazing. Uh, like I said on Day After Dynamite, which, speaking of which, if you're not watching, Day After Dynamite every Thursday yeah. at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, and this week, my guest was Righteous Reg. Uh, so we, we talked <laughs> Dynamite. Um, and we talked to Will's porn collection and his uh, hard drive. So if yeah, you want did. to find out more about that, <laughs> wait, if you want to find out more about that, go ahead and tune in to Day After Dynamite. Look, man, there's always some kind of irreverent conversation happening with uh, with me around, and that mm. was one of them. Uh, check that out this one. week's Day After Dynamite. YouTube. Did you get that hard drive yet? Uh, I sent it off, uh, okay. so we'll see. Um, <laughs> Fingers crossed for the Fingers porn. crossed. You want to hear that conversation? YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked yes. Thursday, uh, day after Dynamite. Um, let's see. We've got a uh, we've got a few Humper Chats. Jennifer, mm-hmm. the weekly love. She says, weekly Jennifer. love and support for the Grap City Gents. Uh, you are killing it out there. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Jennifer. We no, always you. appreciate you. Seriously, um, yeah. Van Twinblade 
says, I need five minutes of you guys talking about that Glory Pro live show. Uh, Glory also, Pro for show was fire, yeah. <laughs> also, STL versus the world is tonight uh, with 2D versus Tennille Dashwood, mm. Davey Richards wow, versus Tenille. Samurai De- Versus Samurai Del Sol. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm liking what I'm hearing here. And Alex Shelley versus Mike Outlaw. Oh. It'll be up on YouTube in a few weeks. Wow. Alex Shelley and Mike Outlaw is awesome. Mike Outlaw has been on a great run in Glory Pro. Uh, he's an incredible talent. Samurai Del Sol back in the game. He's awesome. He's going to be doing all kind of flips and shit. He should have. Former Callisto, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't like what happened with that whole AEW. Brody, that was the name. Weird. That was so weird. I just, that was like, really weird. What? Like, what? Dude, I what still happened? don't. There had to have been something more to that. Right. Yeah. But everybody I've asked is just like, I don't know. That right. was those uh, guys. had something out for him. People started dunking and it was it was crazy. Uh, that was yeah. that was uh that was kinda like that night that uh Riker put that tweet out and, mm-hmm. and everybody took turns don- dunking on him. It was like yeah. low card game. <laughs> I was like, yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> uh also um Carlos says recovering from COVID, which sucks. Hey, it does. Uh, it's still out there, folks. It's no, it came spot. back hard too. Yeah, it's a, no, it's, it's a, out there. It's a lot of people I know that didn't get it for like two years, and like all of a sudden they got it now. So, guys, please be careful. <laughs> oh shit! All that shit I talked like four months ago. Nah, man, uh, it, it's it's serious out here, man. Please yeah. be careful, man. Um, if you're not already vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Mask up. Uh, don't listen to these crazy out here. Act like it's over. Fuck it. Yeah. Mask off. Shout out to Future. That new Future album. Uh, it says, but on the positive side, I'm able to catch Grab City live for the first time in months. Oh, uh, that's what's up. So, I we live as fuck, and we got a off, whole it's bunch like, to talk about today too. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Oh, a lot. Uh, D'Lo says in my Jay Z voice, "Squad in the house." Um, and he says, "Hope everything's been well." Also, sidebar: Never knew I needed heel red velvet in my life more and more as time Loving goes it. on big super huge agree i love the fire that she had last night she was mm-hmm. oh yeah some yeah and she on worked there. dark uh, like full-on heel uh this week and as she hit the stage you could just see it immediately she like starts to do the stir up and it looks at the fans and is she like, wanted to be heel yeah, yeah let's go but this is I, awesome. I love it she's she's sick of y'all and you can see it in the Ooh. tweets you can see it on her face mm-hmm. she's sick of y'all Stop playing with her. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> that's a thing that goes along with being heel. It's like, oh, I can talk shit on Twitter now. Like, make me heel, dude. I want to nah, tell these fans what's up. Listen, when, when we got off of here last weekend and I saw she responded to that fan, I was like, nah, nah. She, yeah. she, she for real sick of y'all. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, though, the thing and about, The thing about every successful babyface is that, or at least most of them, like 90% of every successful babyface is rooted in a good heel run. Yeah. Um, that it usually started with something that people were supposed to hate, but they eventually gravitated to it. You look at Stone Cold was a heel. The Rock was a heel. Um, John Cena was like rooted in the thugonomics gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. I yeah. still think that they're going to turn Big Rome one day and he's going to be a huge baby face. Yeah. So and they're like he's already like that. working. He's already Get, working the house shows, like cutting Get, baby face promos. Yeah. Give, give me a few weeks. I, I have a take on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it some time. I've yeah. been trying to be nice. Give me a few but, weeks. But yeah, like even, <laughs> even, but Roman's another one that, yeah, yeah, is still rooted in, like, if he eventually has turned face, it's every successful baby face needs a good heel run. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, because it, it, it it's always 
the fans just eventually gravitate to somebody they're supposed to hate and right. turn and make them popular. And uh, yeah, it almost like, like never fails. Yeah, kind of opposite too. When when somebody comes out and you're supposed to like them, sometimes you know fans kind of get on them and be annoying, and mm-hmm. that right. makes it easy for them to turn heels. Like this case, I think that she got a bad rep for a while, and I think this is going to give her a chance to cut loose and you know be more you know herself out there. Yeah. yeah, I honestly felt like she was the best part of that match. It's crazy enough with all that talent. Like, the fire that she showed, I was like, wow, this is great. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm loving what's, what's She was like, there. fam. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm telling you, stop yeah, playing with me. I'm, I'm loving what Red Velvet is doing. That was beautiful. Yeah. And, so, you know, baddies, so very beautiful, honestly, <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> uh, and then he, uh, D-Lo also said, also, thank you, Bivens, for the Cameron O'Boyd pink tribute. Uh, also, go Mavs. The Mavs did, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, did any lower seeds win? I don't think so. No, everybody who was supposed to win won. It was all top seeds, right? Yeah. Wait a minute. What do you mean everybody that was supposed to win? I mean, you know what I'm saying, Phil. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Milwaukee. <laughs> the fuck is in Milwaukee anyway? <laughs> fucking Milwaukee. A fucking Greek freak. That's what's in Milwaukee. That fool's a beast. Milwaukee. Grayson Allen. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I can't stand when a white boy's cooking. <laughs> when a white boy starts cooking on the court, I'm like, I got to turn this off. No, hey, no, nah, because this is Jokic country over here. Oh, so, like. God. <laughs> Come on, man. We are. Steve Kerr is a legend in this city, man. Come on. Yeah, Steve Kerr over there. And then, like I said, Jokic over here. And it's like, the thing about Jokic, and yeah, got eliminated. I know. Um, Sorry. But (laughs) the thing about Jokic is that this dude is like the least graceful player. And yet, everything, like, it's all ugly, but it goes in. But it's it's going in. Do it not goes worry. In. It's, it's so about like, to go in. At so, the end of that last game, he was like, no, I'm making every shot. I don't care how it's shot. It's yeah. good. It's going Ooh, in. Yeah. What y'all going to do? None of his stuff looks good. None of it looks graceful. But f- for whatever reason, it's accurate. And that's mm-hmm. all that matters in, in basketball. So Only uh, white uh, NBA uh, basketball player I fucks with is the professor from uh, Anne. The professor, yo. <laughs> 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 Nah, man, my dad was like all when we were uh, when I was a kid. My dad was all about Pistol Pete, and he was uh, he was like oh, he was one of those dads, huh? Yeah, that was my dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, but yo, that Denver uh, Warriors series was very good. I, yeah, I was, was I was scared for you guys when uh, Steph started cooking at the end of that last game, and mm-hmm. he hit that three. I was like, oh man, it might be over for these guys, but they yeah. managed to pull it out. But mm-hmm. then Steph came back like, nah, y'all playing with me. Let me Steph get y'all to like, go to sleep. No, get out of here. <laughs> do not play Steph with Curry. me. Don't let me run around this court, dude. I'm going to make a shot. <laughs> Why did Steph Curry hit him with the go to sleep? He hit that three and then just turned to Damn. the camera and went. I'm nah, like, nah, nah. Really I, heard, I heard Punk is cooking again. Let me get y'all out of here. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> yep. He's like, this is on TNT. I know AEW. Don't worry about this, man. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have to do them like that, though, Steph. Come on. We still got some games to win, baby. Nah, I, I love it. I, I love nothing more than, than cocky Steph because people be talking about him crazy. So same, I, same. I I love when he goes crazy and he gets in the camera like, nah, stop playing with my name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Keep doing it. But, yeah, so uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like all them playing games was a waste of time because yeah. all the higher seeds won. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, they were fun basketball games. They were a fun basketball of fun games. Fun basketball games. Yeah, it was. But at the like, end of the what, day, the thing that John ja Morant's doing that dunk from the other day, jeez, is out here, man. How do you jump that high? Show ja like, if it's, <laughs> like if it's legit, just like one twos that that make it to the finals. Um, I mean, expected, but also. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not good for uh, the Warriors. Like, for example, yeah. with it all being top, like, the Warriors now are bottom seed mm-hmm. uh, in this next round. So They're not going to be, boy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be game time out here. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <man>. uh, <laughs> who Warriors got next round? Uh, Grizzlies, right? Mm-hmm. They got big shot, huh? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, 12's going to be a problem, man. But 12's, uh, how do you jump that high? He's going to be so, <laughs> he's so fast and just, like, he'll run through the court in, like, one second. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be great. A bunch of more great games, man. It's a yeah. lot. A lot of great uh, basketball. I, I love basketball. The so Suns, fucking CP3. I mean, you know, he at the end is where we worried about. But bro's cooking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this... <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry, Brooklyn fans. But, you know, uh, maybe, just maybe, you know, certain somebody should have played more games during the regular season and... <laughs> You know, maybe they would have gelled by the time the playoffs Built came. a little chemistry or something, you know, get I, to know your I don't teammates. Know. Maybe maybe you guys shouldn't have bid on that Harden trade and just kept the team you had because mm. that yeah, really didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> no, that. Ugh, not at all. Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, Ben Simmons, my bro. No, man, the jokes were flying on Twitter, yeah, no, too. They were like, cooked. Ben Simmons ready to play for game five was my favorite one. Um, but. Folks, got some other stuff. Yes. Uh, let me read a few more of these uh, super duper chats. We got uh, Van Twin Blade says, "Never care about anyone in WWE till uh, they'll just get fired." Um, that's. I'll, I I have some things though. Yeah, in a second. Uh, Deontay says, "My boys, glad to see y'all. May I please ask for prayers for my G Ma? Of course, just mm-hmm. had mouth surgery. She's recovering." Um, wishing all y'all love and mo paychecks. Love out to your grams for sure. That's a uh, surgery, man. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got eloquent says WWE didn't deserve Stokely or Dakota anyway. Hope y'all all. good. Also that Blackpool combat club joint Knox Reg. Oh, shout out to eloquent. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. It's me rapping. I'll be going at for it and shout out to eloquent. He's a dope beat maker. As always go to eloquence band camp and copy something bro but yeah uh we're gonna get into the beginning of that yeah. because there's a lot uh i am la lucha says here to show some love to the grab city family love hanging with y'all rolling a j and talking wrestling y'all feel like family thanks for that it's hey, the best way to spend that. your saturday morning honestly it is you know recommend um, 10 out of 10 would recommend <laughs> so speaking of things that i would recommend uh, you know what I picked up this week? I mentioned it last week, but I finally got to play it. I spent the last week playing WWE 2K22. Oh, somebody cleaned their room. <laughs> yes. My son, <laughs> did, I mean, it was like pulling teeth, and uh, he likes to act so helpless sometimes. He'll be like, I, I don't know how. I need mm-hmm. help. And I'm like, man. Yeah, you... that's the oldest trick in the book. Kids Billy, are come on. Man. Yeah, I love Kids it. Kids are hilarious. I love it. But... Mom, show me how to do this. Like, I don't know how to use this mop over here. I don't know how. To... Yeah, it's <laughs> classic. It's classic. I, I, mean, I will give the game props. Um, simplified controls uh, have been kind of the game with WWE When's the games. last uh, WWE game you played before this one? 
Which one had Seth Rollins on the cover? Was that 2K18? Yeah, 18, I think. That was the last okay. one we played. So it's been a couple years. It's been a few years. Yeah. Um, and I also just won that one in a uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a radio contest. I was just listening to the radio. Radio? They like, yeah, they were... Um, uh, they were like, be caller 17 and win a free copy of WWE 2K17 or 2K18. I'm like, okay. And I called. And uh, they were like, you're caller 15. Call back. And I was like, okay. And call back. Caller 17. Um, you you won WWE 2K18. I was like, all right, cool. And uh, that's the last one I had played. Didn't bother with 2K19. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't bother with 20. Uh, is is 19 then, the one with AJ on the front? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's AJ the last one I played is the one with yeah, AJ. Yeah, that's the last yeah. one I played. Yeah. And then 20 didn't bother with. And so, yeah, 21 is the uh, – uh, 22, I mean. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I was, played in the I don't think time. there was a 21, right? No. Right, there was took a 21. that year off. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first one I played in a long time. Yeah, it's actually pretty great. Uh, I mean, roster is dated as hell, but at the same time, like, Billy has been playing. At, he's won the tag titles on his profile with, like, every set of tag titles with Keith Lee and Swerve. Um, and that's his go to. Yeah, that's awesome. So, <laughs> uh, so like, I'm definitely end, picking Swerve when I get that game. So, yeah. yeah. It, but, yeah, it's Keith Lee and Swerve. You could play as mm-hmm. both there. Um yeah, hella dated roster, but it's kind of to your benefit in a few ways. Um, community creations are fun. But yeah, I really love the simplified controls. I, I hate that a genre like sports games in general have gotten mm-hmm. so complicated yeah. when they're supposed to be kind of the pickup genre for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like Madden was so simple back in the day that everybody played it. But somehow, some way over the years, Madden got so complicated that now it truly is like, the hardcore players game when it was kind of supposed to be the opposite. It was supposed to be mm-hmm. the game you could play with your dad. Right. Um, and like 2K, same way. Plug 2K, and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2K got really complicated over time to where some of these motherfuckers are so good at, and I'm talking about NBA, NBA 2K. That's a, I forget. Like if I'm talking to anybody not a wrestling fan, I just say yeah. 2K and they know I'm talking exactly. about NBA. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but it's right. like. Yeah, that's, the, 2K is, in, is basketball. Yeah, yeah, if you're talking to anybody not a wrestling fan, you say 2K, they know you're talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I forget that. Oh, my that. God. You talk about the most abusive relationship in my life at the moment is 2K. I buy it every year, and every year I'm like, this is terrible. I'm not going to buy again. And then I'll end up buying it again as soon as it goes on sale, and I'll have the same complaints about the game the next year. It happens Phil's, every year. Phil's not the only one. Every single 2K fan feels exactly this way. It happens every year. They're like, I hate this game. I'm not going to buy it. But then it comes out, and they right to the yeah, store you're sitting there playing it for like hours every night like i hate this game so much and you're still playing it it's the most abusive, abusive relationship i'm in yeah. <laughs> but but like i said it's one of those games that like overcomplicated itself over time and it's mm-hmm. like definitely just not a pick up and play kind of it's game it's not i tried to play 2k and i'm like yo this is hard you guys you yeah. can, there's like many games in the minute and it's like yeah it's a lot yeah and whereas uh i guess shout out to wwe 2k that they really like simplified the shit out of it. It is back to just a straight up like kind of grappling system of it is B to grapple, A for a hard attack, X for uh small attack, Y for reversals. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh and nothing else is terribly complicated. Um you can make the matches flow. Uh it is a, like I have to give 2K credit and how they make matches flow like real life matches 
and how like if you pick Brock Lesnar as your opponent, that motherfucker's just gonna suplex City you for mm-hmm. the whole match and beat you. And that's it. He's just gonna sit there and do the same exact moves over and over till he's built up enough for an F five and then F five you and that's that's the match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, no. I want to check it out. Somebody send me a copy, you guys. I want this WWE or somebody, 2K. It's Righteous Reg. It's me. It's Media Man. You know I'm going to talk about your game. <laughs> Fucking send it to me. Just like Impact needs to send that check. And your numbers are up, and it's because of your boy Righteous Reg putting in work <laughs> to put over your little <laughs> Impact Wrestling show that people can't even find, and I'm helping them find it. Come on, man. All right. Pretty good pay-per-view over the weekend. I won't complain yeah, too much. Definitely, we're yeah. gonna talk about that a little bit too. We're talk yeah, about two case too. Uh, looks great, and uh, most people have talked very positively about it. So that's yeah, that's it's got its glitches here and there, but yeah, for the course. most part, like it's playable and it's fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm having fun with it. It's it's still the same It's still the same engine, right? That they've always like. It's had. crazy they that they've been building it. on the original SmackDown since for so long since 2000. And that mm. game was technically supposed to come out in the 99, but got delayed a couple months. But that mm. game, they've been building on. The, and the funny thing about that game was that that was not a, like, flagship wrestling title at the time. Like, uh, and when I say that, I mean, um, I guess, for those not aware, uh, like, back in the, the um, old days of console wrestling games, they were all built off of Japanese wrestling titles. Right. Like, No Mercy was built off of the virtual pro wrestling games for Nintendo 64 in Japan. And then, um, you know, they basically it was just reskinned uh, when they were brought to the states. Um, no Mercy's a little more original, but like WrestleMania 2000 Revenge, those are literally just uh, virtual pro wrestling reskinned. Right. Uh, and the SmackDown games were that as well, but mm-hmm. like SmackDown One wasn't built off of like a, a flagship wrestling title. It was like some bargain bin game mm-hmm. that THQ just like bought and reskinned into SmackDown. Uh, but it wasn't anything that like people loved in Japan at all, right. and uh, and so what's crazy is that they've continued to build upon that game with all of them titles for the last twenty years, and here we are now with WWE Two K Twenty Two still having been built off of that original SmackDown game. That so I kind of have a question about the new one in all wrestling games. Uh, the issue oh, that I have with wrestling games is they make them in they're fighting games and wrestling games are wrestling is not a fighting game. It's like I, it's not who could beat it, beat up the person the fastest. It's like how do we put together a great match even on a wrestling uh-huh. game? Is it more like that in this? Thing, so is you it know just you like have the faster to their finisher, it's over. That's so boring. Well, so um, it does have uh, you get to execute one time per match your comeback move. So okay. if your health is deteriorated, you can hit your comeback move. Like if you're John Cena and you do the, uh, what is it, the right trigger and Y, mm-hmm. then that executes the five moves of Doom, which no matter where he is health-wise, if you execute that, that'll like replenish his health and like start him back over. Okay, so it does flow like an actual match in that gotcha. sense. If you If you do successfully execute your comeback move, that will replenish you and basically set you back at square one. Um, like any other match would. Sorry, That's I just got a notification on my phone. So, uh, and and like most of the wrestlers have those, and uh, that does help it flow like a real match. Because yes. if you're not able to hit that, then yeah, you should get your ass beat, and uh, then it is like first one to finisher, and then you're done. Right, and that's it. That's what's up. Uh, and then it uh, like the submission system like is a very tug of war kind of thing where uh, 
if somebody locks you in a submission, it'll be like tap X. Um, and both of you have to tap X and who's tapping X the fastest, but then it'll mm-hmm. switch midway through to like tap A the fastest and then tap B. So you got to be paying attention to what mm-hmm. buttons it's telling you to push. And so uh, I like it though. I, 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 it's like I said, it's very playable. And I do Sounds feel fun. like the matches do flow like actual matches. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's very cool. It's very, it's very much a simulation. They, they like really worked on the entrances and all that jazz. Uh, Bianca's hair still looks like shit. And you gotta, I don't know how, Wrestling games have not gotten hair right. They just um, and especially for a character who like revolves so much around her hair, and like as she's twirling it, it's like not even in her hand, and it's just like all over the place. It looks awful. Um, there's still things <laughs> yeah. to work on. There's still things to work on there. I, wrestling games have not gotten hair right. Like um, I saw a, a friend of mine, BC, he had uh, tweeted about how I would honestly prefer hair just be stiff. Than this bullshit of like mm-hmm. looking like like strands of paper, mm-hmm. um, like and I kind of agree with that. Like if you can't get it right as far as movement is concerned, just like don't do it. Just leave it alone. Right, I agree. Uh, let's see. Got a few more of the super chats. Uh, Orion Ben six 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 says last night was the Grapsel Invitational Part Two. Uh, outside of a certain <laughs> someone not getting a lick of offense in. Uh, is that Trish should have gotten a press slam. It was great. All the love to Stokely, Persia, and Evie. Uh, yeah, we got to get back to the uh, the original names. Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed that uh, trios match. Um, I thought yeah. it was going to be a little bit longer, but it was fun for what it was. I thought yeah, so like, you know, um, Willow didn't tag in at all, uh, but she also worked ev- uh, Elevation earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually shocked to see her name there twice, uh, having worked that show twice. Right. And uh, so I wonder if, they were just like out of people <laughs> and it was like, all right, we got to do the six woman tag and Willow know you worked earlier. Just kind of stand there on the apron. I think it's just more of her name value. You know, she has, a yeah, she does have the name so. value. It, 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 uh, there. We got, got not, excited to see when we got the, heard the match graphic. So, you know, yeah, listen, thing, I, I said true. this when they first started doing the baddie stuff and they, you know, collectively jumped uh Marina Shafir. I was like, I like the three of them together. And immediately I thought about it. I was like, man, if you're going to put this trio against Cosmic Angels, I would love it. Like, come on, Cosmic Angels coming out doing their dance routine Mm -hmm. and then, you know, the baddies baddies doing their entrance. It would be cool. The the entrance is so great. Like, I already think uh, Jade has the best pyro in AEW. Mm -hmm. But then, like, on top of that, for them to now have a synchronized pose and the best synchronized pose we could possibly ask for and uh and they all fine don't forget yeah and they're all fine and on top of that like i saw somebody say on twitter that if they got matching gear it's over for everybody oh, yeah yeah it's, we're, it's done. I, listen we i said it last week they start throwing up that one i don't want to hear no more from those other guys uh, that's, <laughs> seriously. No, y'all are not the ones no, they no, no. are the ones the baddies are the ones come on and their name is the baddies. Like Justin Roberts actually said it. He said mm-hmm. the baddies. I'm like, yeah, that's it. I mean, you can't help it. It probably wasn't even the script. He was just like, yo, <laughs> there's three bad ones out here, y'all. Y'all see this? He's <laughs> like, did you see Red Velvet? She is fine, bro. But no, Jade Cargill is like, my eyes hurt when I look at her. She's so fine. Jesus uh, Christ. Matt says, uh, happy Saturday, Will, Phil, and Reg. I'll be at Dynamite this week, first one Lucky. in eight months, and get to see Deanna versus Mercedes. Oh, my goodness gracious. So excited for that. Bang. It's yeah. going to be a good match. Rematch. Um, I wonder which other one you attended then. Uh, you said first one in eight months. 
eight months ago would have been September. Did you go to? Uh, How do you have this in your brain? I mean, so what? If was a Grand Slam was what you went to is what I'm guessing that. Um, because, well, because like because this one's in Baltimore, and so I'm thinking like okay, Northeast. So Baltimore. Uh, what would you have attended? I wonder is... if our homie Drew's gonna be out there this uh, hmm. this Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. They got an action-packed show. I mean, it seems like every Dynamite now is action-packed. So. <laughs> Just Wednesday. Uh, yeah, and they, they've they been holding on. So uh, what else is there? We've got uh, – did I read that one? I read that one, read that one. Sorry, trying to, to see which ones I've read and didn't read. Um, we got Nathan says, Phil, what did you think? But uh, Vine's comments at the end. Uh, I'm worried he's not coming back. Um, so I've been pre- preparing myself for this all year. Um, he has been playing kind of coy with this all year. I knew he was going to test free agency. He wants a max deal. I don't think the Bulls want to give him a max deal. Um, every time I talk to my dad about it, he's just like, Levine's gone. Just get ready for it. He's gone. Um, cause they're not going to give him the max contract. That's kind of a bull staple. It's like if somebody plays well and they want money. The Bulls usually them. don't give them the money because <laughs> it's a cheap crazy? organization, fam. They didn't. They didn't want to. They didn't want to pay Michael Jordan. They didn't want right. to pay Scottie Pippen. So what yes. makes you think they're going to pay? Yeah, light skin fam over there. That's like, all you have to say. They didn't, <laughs> didn't want to pay Michael Jordan. So yeah, there like you go. easily one of the most underpaid athletes ever. I, I know that sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but if you look at his contracts compared to what contracts are today, it's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I don't know what to make of it. I would like Levine to come back. Do I think he's replaceable? Absolutely, I think it's replaceable. Um, but with how we'll many see. superstars are in the NBA now, I mean, yeah, but when you think about the season the Bulls had versus um, other uh, versus the last what since that one season where uh, Derrick Rose had a good year, twenty eleven, like, yeah, twenty eleven. Um, I don't know. I feel no, like this was, this, man, this was a great season for us. Um, yeah. I hate that it ended on such a sour note because they came back home and lost two in a row, which was disgusting to watch. But still, uh, they had a good season. I just think with Levine, I don't think that Levine is a center point for the team. I feel like like with the other three guys and Ball and DeRozan and Vooch, I think you can bring in another guard to to replace them. To help them, definitely, definitely. I agree. Uh, Tough squad. Carlos says, "This is a Grayson Allen hate account." <laughs> Listen, man, he was he was he was looking a little too saucy when he said no. I'm saying, on us, bro, I, I wasn't come feeling on, it, man. <laughs> I wasn't feeling it, man. What's I, up with you, Grayson? That's it, what it, they, they should have been saying to him. It immediately me, made me think of that Dougie McBucket's uh, draft pick too, and that did not pan out at all for us. I'm just like you. <laughs> Kate says, "Please pray for people that have to cover NXT without Bivens or Kai. Ugh. They'll be diamond fine. Oh, Love I you see guys." What you did there, Kate. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> They'll be diamond fine. <laughs> She's uh, here all week. Yes. Let's see. Phantom FTW says uh, that starter match of AZM versus Mesa Ruga was fire. I haven't seen it, but guys, stop paying attention to Disco Guy. Please, <laughs> he's a joke. He does he does this he does this for engagements. Like, I mean, the thing is, he's he's serious, uh, but also like, um, terribly misinformed. Like, yes. the thing is, I I actually have listened to to Disco's commentary on shit, 
And it is crazy, like, if you listen to it as a whole. Like, people usually listen to, like, isolated statements from him. Um, but if you listen to him as a whole, he is, like, horribly misinformed about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and like, almost unapologetically so. Like, he'll do his podcast and be like, uh, you know, well, I, I didn't even see uh, if... Uh, you know, I, I, what are the crowds even doing? You know, did, did they even have a full crowd this week? And like, it'll be on a show where they had <laughs> um, sold out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on a show that's like sold out, right? But like, he will simply take like a comment that's like in their chat or some shit and just like take it as gospel and just move on. And mm-hmm. like, it, it is amazing how, um, I don't know. He didn't actually yeah, I was say like, this. That but he'll was just... almost a little bit Kermit. I don't know if that was Kermit <laughs> or Disco Inferno, but oh know, no, the, the Disco Inferno. Yeah, I mean, Disco Inferno is literally just you do Kermit and Ray Romano, and you combine them together. Yo, no, so yeah, stop, no, stop I, I, I give that. a lot of thought yeah. to wrestling impersonations because, like, one thing I have to call out Sean Ross Sapp for is um, uh, his. AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy impersonations and how they're the same because mm-hmm. those shouldn't be. Uh, right. they're, they're a lot. They're very similar. But the thing about it is that like when when Jeff Hardy talks, he talks on an incline. But when Jeff, but when AJ Styles talks, he talks on a decline. And like those are the <laughs> like, like there's a difference there. There is definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh my god I love there's that we called out SRS on here first of there's, all there's get nuance. your impersonations up SRS yes. you gotta have the decline <laughs> on the AJ Styles talk <laughs> um, so silly. Uh, let's see Fact Channel says Samoa Joe should join the baddies you be, you being weird oh yeah I wanted to say really quick while we're talking about great matches Ninja Mac Alpha Wolf Alpha Wolf Dragon Bane from Noah is insane. Best match that I've seen this week. Best match that I've seen in a long time. If you like flips, if you like wrestling that doesn't have a fucking story, it's just three guys that are awesome at wrestling, (laughs) all flipping and doing cool shit. That's the story. They told me the story with the fucking match. This is the match for you. Three-way dance in Noah. It happened like two nights ago. Incredible. I watched it yesterday morning, and I loved it. Amazing. Uh, the story. Matt, what about the story? <laughs> Mets fan for life says, uh, my kid's been telling me game controls ain't harder than I'm just old. Thanks for validating me, Will. Hey, we could just be old, though. Is the <laughs> also, thing. yeah. No, nah, man. I, I played 2K for a long time. They progressively make the defense harder and harder every year. No, no. We're not just old. They just make the games harder. That's, it's because like when Will was talking about the Madden games, it's because Madden fans are like, we need it to be every year. They're like, make it harder. Do this. Add all these things. So they have to appease by these people that are going to yell at them every week. So I get it. Uh, Red Velvet versus Unagi Siayaka. Am I pronouncing that right? Um, would be awesome. I'd be here for it, man. I want to see more of like what you, I mean, I know COVID and the pandemic is stopping a lot of that, but a, more of like excursions like it used to be back in the day they'd send someone like red velvet to japan to start uh, to something like that and let them go and then they come back and they're seasoned in a couple different forms of 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 you know wrestling but i know covid makes it hard but i really like to see wrestling go back to that didn't i just read that uh aw requested somebody from uh yuka sakazaki they did. Mm-hmm. Ah, I, mm-hmm. I would be very excited to see Yuka again. Yeah, yeah it seems like they're doing it in reverse. Like, they're bringing wrestlers from Japan, but i like to see them send some wrestlers over here yeah. to over there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, uh, 
the one of the things that I thought was hilarious around the forbidden door talk was people acting like, oh man, they're not going to have anything for women to do. This mm-hmm. this promotion brought in Joshi Rustlers from the beginning. You don't think they're going to do anything with the women on this show? You don't think they're right. going to bring in any kind of Joshi Wrestlers? Even if they don't do stardom, they're not going to do anything with the women? From you the really sounds think that? of it, it might be like they're going to, I feel like they could be like a big women's show eventually with the they stardom should. and uh, you know like because it sounds like everyone wants to work together and i don't think forbidden door is going to be when it happens but i think in the in the future we could get a big show with all the women that's just by themselves it should happen. but they're, also they're i due. think that i mean because like also the outrage over that is is kind of weird because i feel like you have to kind of have no understanding of how japanese wrestling works yes to like if you are, are, if are you saying if that seeing... people just get on the internet and say anything <laughs> they don't know what they're like, talking about like if you no are research like it'd be one thing if if you were taking that issue up as a whole right yes. if you're like hey new japan pro wrestling um doesn't have women's wrestling and it doesn't mm-hmm. because they don't they, because stardom and new japan under the same company um are under the same parent company uh if you were taking up that issue as a whole that's one thing but if you, somebody is doing a new japan show and the issue you're taking up with it now is uh is you know, well, will there be women on the show? I feel like you're doing that knowing what the answer to that is likely to be as far as New Japan's representation is concerned. Uh, mm-hmm. Because exactly. you know that it's going to be one-sided. Right. Um, so, some, some some nasty takes came out of that. Yeah. Very nasty disgusting. takes. Um, Van Twinblade uh, asked, y'all see that ad for Maki and Yim in Portland? I, I did. Didn't. I did. I didn't gonna be fire. Uh, Prestige Wrestling is doing some great things out in Portland. They're putting together a couple of super cards. I think that one's coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's Listen, going to be amazing. They have a lot of great cards going on. Prestige Wrestling. I I cannot wait to see Maki come back to AEW. I really mm-hmm. wanted her to challenge uh, Thunder Rosa for the title. They have history together. I think it would be great. Uh, we've got Ralph Berry. It says, "What's good, y'all?" Battle Slam Vendetta last weekend was on point. The men's battle uh, battle four way was the match of the night. Also, Lee Johnson get, was giving me big Cody vibes all match. Uh, mm. Big props to y'all. I mean, he's yeah um, trained look, by him. Looking forward to them putting that uh whatever they announce is going online. It sounds like they're doing it soon. Um, it looked yeah, like Baron people had fun at that be, show. Baron said it should be coming within the next week or so. So I hope yeah. that's coming out soon. But yeah, I saw a couple of videos. Pastor Troy was out there. It was lit. He was rapping right. in the ring. Everybody. It looked yeah. like a really fun show. It looked cool, man. I saw Suge and uh, the homie in the in the crowd singing mm-hmm. along to Pastor Troy. It yeah, looked fun. Mm-hmm. it looks so much fun. Shout out Life of Deem says these impersonations are hilarious. Will's a Thank damn you. fool, man. <laughs> uh, On a decline. <laughs> Rest of voice says, finally catching uh, you guys live again. Uh, I've been grinding, but want to show support to the best podcast, period. So am I I the only one that thinks Willow eats up the screen when she is on it? Um, Yes, she's number one. Yeah, no, you know, I, uh, the first time I had truly heard that was on this show when uh, Righteous Reg himself uh, talked up Willow, talked about how much of a just lovable uh, baby face she is we haven't how... even seen her get into like we haven't seen her in a long match on AEW where this she ain't like, even her really final get... form bro. yeah exactly <laughs> where she where she really gets into it and you really see it but and exactly in these little moments you see that she's a big star they just have to execute baby Russell voice says go ahead and give me uh I'm gonna butcher that too sure. Siri okay sure. versus Did... uh 
Thunder and Deeb. Hold on, though. Did you guys see who Shuri said she wants to wrestle before she retires? What she said? She wants the Oscar match. Oh. Ah. Somebody needs to make that happen. Come, Come on, Oscar. And finally, uh, just to be caught up on these, but we still want your Super Chats coming through. Uh, yeah. Lee J. Robinson says, yep, the 2K games got me hooked uh, like a sucker too. Uh, I keep buying them, then seeing it for free on PSN later. <laughs> I love your show, okay. <laughs> That I mean, you kind of got to get that out of your brain because like every month, there's going to be free games on exactly. uh, PSN. It's like the student loan argument. I paid my student loan already, so nobody else, everybody else should have to. No, if you paid your student loans and they say no more student loans, we're good after that. Like, you shouldn't be mad that and you everybody paid your student loans. Look, you know, and, and I have the perfect household to represent that. I paid mm-hmm. off my student loans in 2019, uh, and I was so happy to have been able to say I paid those off. Mm-hmm. My wife's got a long time to go on hers. Look, I there's no way in hell I would be mad. If her student loans got wiped out, I wouldn't look at her and go, well, I had to pay mine off. Right. I would go, damn, we ain't got student loans no more. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no more student loans. Let's go, baby. Yeah. So I don't uh, get it. But those are those people that say those type of things. What, you, what, you is, what is this comment? Out. Shingo is a big fan of Willow's thighs. What? what? I think because uh, <laughs> I, I know that. that Shingo does the Japanese commentary for AW on oh. New Japan World, oh, so okay. he possibly could have said something on that. I mean, Shingo on? is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and to find out that he's in the BBWs put Yo. him in top five. Honestly. I mean, can't, people have been can't wait about... to see if he's on that Forbidden Door card. I haven't yeah, gotten Shingo to see has the... to be on there, honestly. <laughs> I haven't gotten to... like I've seen some clips, and I've seen some of the translations of the commentary, and it's it sounded great. It sounds like so, he's having a great time, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Shingo against Pac, maybe. I mean, if we're doing one, the thing is, are they going to be doing one on ones? They have so many guys, but there's I mean, so there's got to be some like potential matches. You know? Like the thing about New Japan is they're really good at multi man tag matches. Yeah, and so um, if that ends up happening here, that mm-hmm. it's actually the perfect scenario for it. it it's is. like a New Japan and AEW kills it with the the multi man matches too. So it's going to be fire. Yeah. All right, so let's talk. We'll start with number five. Ember Moon did an interview with uh, the homie Chris Van Vliet. Shout out to Chris um, Van Vliet. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of stuff dropped in that interview. Unfortunately, people didn't watch the whole thing or no. even read the whole thing. They just saw no. one clip and uh got stuck on that and didn't even watch the whole clip because at the end of the clip she kind of even um you know gives mandy rose her props but uh people were tagging mandy rose bro it's not about mandy rose (laughs) i know right it wasn't nothing she was saying there was about mandy rose but for those not in the know about what happened here ember moon did an interview she talked about her time in wwe uh, she talked a lot about, and she got very emotional in it. I watched the whole thing. She talked yeah. about her um, her last run in NXT, what that was supposed to be, what it ended up being, uh, and she talked about the future. There was a lot of stuff in that interview. She got really emotional. Chris Family is really good about, um, I think he's one of the best at simply asking simple questions and then taking a step back. 
Um, and that's why he he gets all the big interviews because he's great. Honestly, he's like, great he at can, it. Yeah. He is one of the best interviewers in the whole world, man. A, un, a phenomenal talent. He lets he gets the questions that you want to hear. And then just like you said, he lets us hear the answer instead of I, I'm used to drink champs at Nori and Nori will be like yo, some crazy, great hip hop question. Damn. And then when they're getting into it, he's out. <laughs> he just stops them. And he's like, yo, Nor- I'm trying to hear the rest of the story. Nori bro. will ask a question and then start trying to answer the question for them yes, before they answer. I'm like, yo, Nori, so calm down. <laughs> Let me hear yeah, Nori. And, but yeah, Chris Van Fleet And everybody's got a different, and everybody's got a different interview style. Cause like, I like to have conversations. I like to be back and forth. Um, and but what I love about Chris is he's so good at just kind of like leading the the topic and then yep. giving the floor and uh, letting them spill. And uh, he's he's really good at that. I love it. And she had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. A lot of what she talked about was um, a thing that I think fish people booty had a, butt cheeks. We are booty butt cheeks twice. Uh, but she had. Uh, she talked about something that I think I, I was trying to tell people for a long time mm-hmm. um, because I knew people in NXT. Like, this wasn't a thing where I was just talking out of my ass uh, two years ago. But when people were like, hey, so-and-so should go to NXT and stay in NXT. Nobody was trying to stay in NXT. I know mm-hmm. that was a thing that, like, Ciampa was saying and, yeah. and all of that. But, like, nobody was trying to stay in NXT because, one, there ain't no money in NXT. No money. And money. Two, there's money. There's no money. And two, nobody wants to work the same fans every week. Like, ultimately, you want to be able to to tour, to meet new people, to see. uh, Because there's also a a very big litmus test to how over somebody is, right? To, like, um, it's hard to... In in the same way that somebody could be over in their hometown, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. over in the next city. You know, it's hard to test. Yeah, it's really hard to test. It's hard to test that with NXT, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. working the same fans, and you could say, like, oh, this person's over in NXT, but as soon as they uh, jump to the main roster, they're not. And, like, that's the thing that people wanted. Like, NXT was always seen by the talent as this is my launch pad to the Mm -hmm. main roster. Everybody saw it that way. Um, and Ember Moon, she went back to NXT uh, back in 2020, and uh, she had talked about how what she was told was, you're going to go down there for about a year at most, you're going to retool the character, come back to the main roster. That's what she was under the impression of. That's what most people are under the impression of when they go back to NXT, is that Mm -hmm. this is temporary until I am ready to be back on the main roster. Um, because something might not be clicking on the main roster. And NXT is a good place to test that out. It's always been. Um, and I'm, ta- I'm not just talking about 2.0. I'm talking about NXT as a whole. Right. Um, and so I said all that to say that with her, it was the same case where she wanted to kind of fix up her character. She wanted to, to try some new things, get it tested in NXT, come back to the main roster, get back to touring with the main roster and, and doing what you signed with WWE to do promise you nobody signs under the idea of oh yeah i'm gonna just stay in this florida territory for the rest of my career right nobody wants to do that um and so some of the things she talked about in the interview was uh kind of how she got jerked around a little bit that she was told okay you're gonna uh get to turn heel here and uh, cause that's really what she wanted to do. So she had proposed the losing streak that she wanted to lose a bunch and that would kind of fire up her character to, to get angry and then eventually turn. Uh, 
and <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because I just remember the last time we saw Ember was when she did that horrible table flip and walked out the oh, door. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Damn. It was so unintentionally funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but she talked about how she was going to have the loss with uh with Cora Jade and then um they had told her like almost last minute eh, actually we're going to uh we're going to delay this a little bit. And then she was told that she got a directive straight from Vince McMahon that said, actually, he wants your old look back, dye your hair back the way it was, put the contacts back in. Um, we're going to go back to that. And then she was basically iced after that. She was told, like, actually, we're going to pull you from TV indefinitely. But we want you to have a coaching position in the performance center. And uh, she was like, wait, what? Um, I love what she said about that, too. She said a bunch of people that a bunch of essentially athletes and stuff that don't care about wrestling. Why are they going to care if I'm in there coaching them? That doesn't make any sense. And I agree. And, and, you know, you have to imagine that as a wrestler, right? Like uh, as we as WWE has publicly said, they're moving into this new um, this new avenue of bringing in more non wrestlers and trying to kind of training them into being pro wrestlers. Which, again, I said months ago, that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. No. Uh, because we've seen that work out with plenty yes. of people. Uh, Bianca Belair. But yeah. I can see if you're a wrestler who has spent their life wrestling, I, and you're being told now, we don't want to use you. We want to use you to train these people um, that weren't really passionate about the business. There's absolute grounds to be furious about that and to feel like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And uh, she said she straight up told him, uh, cancel my flights. I'm not coming down to Orlando if uh, that's all you have for me is to come train. Yeah. I Man, I love the energy, too. It was basically like, nah, uh, tell me what you have for me first, mm-hmm. and I'll okay it. Then I'll say if I'm coming back. Yeah. And I was yes. like, listen, um, you guys know this because, of course, we talk outside of the timeline and i've been kind of like simmering and shaking like uh roger rabbit behind that uh <laughs> speakeasy um just waiting to say something because <laughs> um, um i've just seen a lot of talk this week and I, I just didn't agree with it so state of women's wrestling we have been watching people um make aw's women's division out to be the worst women's division in the world mm-hmm. and trying to collectively make NXT 2.0 into this bastion of great women's wrestling and this place where women's wrestling is used effectively. And it's just cap. I'm sorry, it's cap. Um, It's great that they had 24 women on this week, but that is a misleading stat. Um, Just 24 women, Phil. Just putting women on television is the bare minimum, folks. Um, Using them effectively, putting them in good matches that are memorable, that gets people wanting to see more of them, that's an effective use of women's wrestling. Um, when you tell me that's an effective use of wrestling, by the way. Yeah, that, if, if, when, um, <laughs> that that uh, that you know we have, um, I guess qualifiers around women's wrestling, and that's like the only place that that exists. I had that conversation with somebody on Twitter literally this week because I had pointed out that there were no women's matches on SmackDown uh, last week, and there were four last night, but last week there were none. Uh, and I pointed yeah. that out, but they said, but there's plenty of women's mm. segments. And I was like, you know, that's a conversation that literally only applies to women's wrestling. Like if, yes. if you had said, uh, that, well, Hey, there were no men's matches, but there were men's segments. 
people would have asked for refunds. Like mm-hmm. that's you wouldn't get away with that any place right. else. No. Um, that only with women's wrestling are people willing to say that they're okay with not having matches mm-hmm. um, as long as they're featured. You wouldn't say that with men's wrestling at all. No. So uh, yeah, I don't I, know. That's and, and I'm not saying that. By the way, I'm not saying any of this as a defense of AEW's women's division. I do, do think there's a lot of work to be done. Right. Um, it's a um, lot, a lot. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. that so, you don't have to speak on everything as a comparison. That in in general, you can have issues with one thing and. Uh, also have issues with the other, so yeah. just yeah, it's it's and and SmackDown is also doing this thing where they're disguising short matches as a plot device with this this stop the clock challenge, and I've been on to it for a while. That main event was trash last week, last night. I don't care, it was garbage. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've also noticed this thing where people are like, oh well, you know, it's working because they're getting more women on TV, but at the same time, we've seen now that this is the third woman that basically said. Nah, I don't like what they're doing. I want to go home. You happen, you had it happen with Tony. Um, you you now basically have proof that it happened with Athena, and we're basically hearing Dakota said the same thing. No, I'm not renewing to you. So hey, I do have a question, by the way, because uh, I somehow missed something along the way. Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying, and I need some help with this. I've seen a lot of people saying that. Um, that Ember Athena basically confirmed what Nixon said. And I mm-hmm. thought, I completely missed what Nixon said. Please. Oh, okay. Uh, so the Tegan thing a few yes. months ago, um, I don't remember. Sorry, I don't remember the date. But uh, uh, I tried to look it up. I was like, okay. Uh, so, Tegan Knox, like interview. I was like trying to yeah, find And I actually, I actually reposted the, the, the article where she, okay. where they took the excerpts. Um, so after she got released, she did this interview where she was like, oh, she had COVID. And then they asked her about things like, you know, why she thought she got released. And she was just like, you know, I just don't think that I was what they were looking for. And she felt like um, particularly NXT, I think, was moving more back to the Divas era stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's why she didn't fit. And people got so mad at her because it's like, that's not the Divas era. The matches aren't short. It's not this. I don't think that's what she meant, guys. And I saw this even when okay, I... Okay, I, I finally found it. <laughs> like, I was... Once you started saying that, I started, like, Googling phrases that um, that she might have said. And uh, is it this line where she said, I'm a five-foot-six blonde brunette girl uh, covered in yeah. tattoos. Watching the product now, it's very much diva era. Going back to it, I feel. I always feel like I was on the chopping block, even if I could wrestle. Okay, so let's get into that. Because mm-hmm. I've seen several people go, but there are tattooed women on the roster, and there are people that look like Tegan. That's not an excuse. She's injury prone. That's why she she got let go. That's not true. Um, if you look at what particularly they wanted on NXT, that's what she's talking about. She doesn't fit what they wanted there. And if you look at how in, how she was presented on NXT, how they did that little charging thing for weeks and then she finally came out did the beatdown thing and then disappeared from nxt exactly like the, the the athena thing by the way where they told her the plan was she's going to come back repackage and then they were like no nah, never mind we don't need you the exact same thing um no there's a there's a c- correlation here um and the diva there stuff i think people are nitpicking at her point and going hey it's not just short matches Hey, they're not just using models. They're using athletes, too. But it's clear that they're using athletes with a specific it's clear aesthetic. Yeah. Are you seriously going to tell me they're not doing the Nikita Lion stuff 
for eye candy. Are you seriously going to tell me the toxic attraction stuff is not Bro, eye candy? Remember, remember that commercial from a couple of months ago with yes. just lips? It's like, what? <laughs> what I, is I mean, I, I, I mean, like the lines that they're feeding Wade Bear right now, the timeline is thirsty. Like, yeah. all of that. Is... <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yo, why did you all of a sudden become like a, a Foster's commercial? <laughs> like, I don't what? fucking know. My Australian and uh, <laughs> so no, but but yeah, people got so mad at Tegan and it's like she's stupid. It's not the Divas era. No, I felt there was a reason she said that. And so when Athena said that there was this two-hour meeting where they were told how to dress, that's why she said that they're getting directives and edicts directly from the company, and that's why she felt that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure she's not the only one. Again, if you see the pattern here that there are three women that have left the company that are basically like, nah, I'm not feeling this. There's a pattern here, man. And again, this is on the on the heels of this Becky comment as well. And don't knock it, Becky. Becky said what anybody would say that is on top. Of course, she's going to say our women's division is the best because she's yeah. sitting at the top of it. Mm -hmm. But for my, for my opinion... AEW's women's division has problems. WD, WWE's definitely has problems as well. There is no perfect women's division in the U.S. I feel like Impact does good things with women, but they have their issues as well. And I just feel like people have to stop doing this comparison and going, no, this is this is the best women's division in the U.S. I don't no, like this other one, so the one I like is perfect. Like that's yeah, and people that have way. to do it. Stop doing yeah. it because it's just cap, man. It's just not. It, it's the just thing, not true. The thing I want to see people stop doing more than anything else. Um, and Swole commented on this last week. Is stop dismissing people's experiences. You're not in those yes. locker rooms. You don't yep. know. Like you have to stop doing that. And and it was the same thing with Swole, right? Like when we talked about Swole, no matter what anybody could say about any of that, the the fact was, as I said back in January, that that's her experience. We're not going to dismiss her experience because at the end of the day, no one can dismiss her experience. That's her experience. Um, that's what she felt. And um, I do feel like uh, I, I saw people who were very much on Swole's side of her points then turning around and dismissing um, what Ember had to say. Yeah, it was and, nasty. And, yeah. and the thing is, like, and, and Swole herself said very much, don't dismiss these women's experience. These are our experiences. This is just because it's a show you like you can't necessarily jump up and be like, well, uh, I didn't see that, even though mm -hmm. I'm just watching it. So therefore, uh, yeah. what you're I saying is invalid. Um, because it's not true. You can't say that because you're not in that locker room. You exactly. don't know what's happening there. I, I, and I've seen people saying more than once that I, I think that Athena is exaggerating. I think I think Tegan's stupid or other things I've seen people say. Guys, you don't know what they're being told behind the scenes and why mm -hmm. they feel that way. I'm not t totally saying that I agree with the Divas era, era take. I can see why she's saying that. But I, I always felt like she wouldn't have just said that for no reason. She wouldn't have just made that correlation like that for no reason. And I don't think this is a knock at Mandy. Look, Mandy is great at what she's doing. She's fantastic. She's very beautiful. Um, if she's doing it on her own and she's good at doing the eye candy stuff, that's great. But asking your entire women's division to do that based on what's successful for her is not a good idea. Just think about what NXT's women's division was before. Think about if they asked Bayley and all these other great women's wrestlers to do that. We wouldn't have got the runs that they got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
So yeah, yeah. And, and and all these people that are every time somebody Keep praises, on cooking, Phil. Let them anytime somebody praises the knockout division, people doing do this thing. Well, oh, you guys like knockouts division? Y'all are stupid. Y'all don't know the knockout division is good. You can you can say that it can be better without completely hating on the knockout division. You could also do the same thing with stardom. Just because some people say stardom is the best women's wrestling, that doesn't mean you turn around and decide I hate stardom and have never watched stardom. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Cut it out, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's the competitive nature of, of fandoms in general. Uh, and yeah, I wasn't even going to say wrestling fans because, like, it's just fandoms. But yeah, um, I heard, I've, I've heard a lot of takes today or, or this week, uh, this month, this year about women's wrestling. There's never been one year in at least 35 years that Americans wrestle, American women's wrestling has been better than Japanese women's wrestling. So, like, that's where the bar is. Like, you try to, you, you, you go from there. Beginning with all Japan women's wrestling, like, they've been a, on man, another level and, above and, all and women's right. wrestling. So I just feel like I've seen people on Twitter do this thing where they're like, Japanese wrestling is up here. And U.S. women's wrestling is down here. So that means there's no good women's wrestling in the U.S., which That's is crazy. a completely extreme also, take insane. to go with that. Yeah. It's just a stupid take. Yeah. Um, Support well, women's wrestling, you fuckers. Yeah, that, but that's my thing. If you want to see more women getting more spots on the card, you have to support the women's wrestlers. And we've had this talk more than once where I said, like, look, support the wrestlers, man. Y'all yes. saw that Benny tweet that came out this week. Y'all I'm going saying. up for people. Support them. Go yeah. buy their merch. Yeah. Go and go up for them when you they like have them their spitters, matches. You got to tweet tweet. Uh, treat the spitters different bro that's what's up if you want to like, show yo. love for your favorite person you gotta support them you gotta buy their merch you gotta go and cheer for them you gotta watch them on tv you can't just be like i'm wwe i'm AEW, i'm impact the, no it gotta the, be the, for the twitter the rants don't don't do it bro the you twitter can get on twitter and yell shit. all you want but yeah. you gotta you gotta support as well i've been yelling about black wrestling for five years now on twitter and that shit doesn't do anything it's called about getting in there with some execution and some list and some talking shit to Tony Khan and the media scrums. It has to be more than just being on Twitter yelling. And, and, and I'll just say this because I also said this in our group chat. I saw all those people going up about 24 women on NXT. And for my money, Deep versus Sheeta was more memorable than anything I've seen from NXT. That was an amazing match. And I just think that people don't give the credit to different approaches. Because, again... I know it's just different companies. Different companies do different things. But for my personal taste, I would prefer one very good women's wrestling match on the card instead of three mediocre women's wrestling matches on the card just to get them on the show. It's cool to see more women on the show, but I also want it to feel like they matter and the matches are going to be something that we want to revisit. Yeah. If we got like a deep cheetah every week, um, that would be excellent. Like, what I don't want to see is the one match just be like a throwaway squash. That's what I'm Yeah, like, like the Marina yeah. Shafir thing from a couple of weeks. We don't need that. Put, thing, yeah. put like the match they're going to have on Rampage next week with Soho and Tony against. Yeah, Ruby I did. Like, you know, because uh, that was the thing AEW was doing great for a while and then like just stop. They had a yeah. few weeks there. Like, there was one I, I remember in particular. It was uh, March 18th, 2020. Uh, and it's just because it was the first uh, pandemic show. But they did that four-way um, between Penelope Ford, uh, Hikaru Shida. Really good match. Uh, yeah, and, um, and Riho. 
Was it a four-way or was it a triple threat? Uh, man, I miss Rio, man. They need okay, to do yeah, more Rio matches like that. If yeah, there's like, a four-way right. women's match on Dynamite with all these amazing women that they have, that, there's that another one I'm bang. thinking. There's another one I'm thinking of too. From uh, and I know this one for sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just throwing dates out. But it was from the uh, the February 26, 2020 edition in Independence, Missouri. I think it was. There was a four-way between. Again, it was Sheeta. Big Swole, Yuka Sakazaki, and Shanna, maybe? Um, Shanna. But, uh, Shanna just got completely thrown <laughs> They got shut up. I didn't be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got uh, some of Shanna's sure. tweets, and they were like, later. Mm, no, Shanna was definitely wild in some of those tweets. Yeah, um, yeah. big facts. Big facts. But um, yeah, uh, the thing that they do well is tournaments. So I'm looking forward yeah. to at least the tournament starting, because I think right. the tournament will be good. But I do think that... For the last few weeks with AEW, they've kind of dropped the ball. With Damn, I was getting... right. It was Shanna. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that that's the thing is for a little while they were doing like four ways like that and like little matches where you kind of got like if you're gonna do one match on the show then like feature you know a good chunk of the division and give us something like that to like um, because stuff like that also can help. Um, kind of flesh out the division, right? Because yep. if you have a bunch of records that are kind of similar and you want to give three people a loss all at once and one a victory, four-way, easy way oh. to do it, or triple threat, or like stuff like that. I felt like they were like kind of on a roll with stuff like that because I felt like those matches were delivering and then all of a sudden just stopped. Stop. And uh, I, I wonder what was up with that. Um, I'm going to say this, and I've been holding on to this for weeks. Um. So look, when NXT 2.0 first started, I gave it a shot. I watched it, watched it for uh, like a month. And then I decided, you know what? This show is like, not for me, but it's for somebody. So uh, more power to it. And a few friends of mine had kept saying to me for the last like three months, Hey man, you gotta watch NXT 2.0. This show is dope. Like it's really figured itself out. Like NXT 2.0 is the best show. I've it's actually really figured heard that. Itself out. I've heard. Real. I've heard that. I've heard that NXT 2.0 is amazing. It, 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 like character development. Like if you're into character development, NXT 2.0 is the show for you. And you know me, I am definitely more in ring based as far as a, uh, as a fan. But I'm like, you know what? I I appreciate character development, and so. I am going to give NXT 2.0 another shot. And so I have the last two weeks. I've watched it in full. That shit think? is the biggest cap I've ever heard in my life. This is the wacky <laughs> show on television. Now, I went back to those. Said, said, on television. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I went back to those friends and I was like, you lied to me. This show is awful. <laughs> you, lied. You, lied. you lied to and, me. And, cap, and, and, cap, and they've come back to me saying, look, you just picked the wrong weeks because you happened to pick the weeks with some of the worst angles that NXT 2.0 has run. With the, the, because, you know, the, the first week I'm like, nah, what the hell was that Braun Breaker shit? Like, that was awful. And they're like, no, no, no. off it's that a, high thing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they were like, nah, it's not like that every week. Uh, just trust to give it another shot. I watched it this week and I got more of the same. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. I like, and I follow NXT 2.0 as far as like, you know, there's people there I like. And so I will at least follow the highlights, but I hadn't been watching it as a whole. But the last couple of Tuesdays, I have sat down and I've watched it 
live with an open mind because I legit thought, all right, I can at least appreciate a show that's there for character development. And these last, at least these last two weeks, have been a complete lie as far as the, any idea. That, but then I look and I see those same people saying, the great episode of NXT this week, the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> Seriously. The show what is not good at all. About? This shit's whack, bro. Look, it, no, I don't know. I, I can't with NXT 2.0. Like, I, I... As somebody who can appreciate character development... Characters welcome. I don't want any of these people on I was, television. I keep thinking of that now. It's on USA. That used to be USA's characters little saying. Characters welcome. And now they're NXT with all these dumbass characters like Brooks and Dunn, the country music like oddly oddly enough i have been watching a lot more wrestling lately um right now i feel as far as the wwe products are concerned raw is the most palatable show um as far as any of the shows they're putting on right now i do think that raw has had some pretty solid weeks the last uh i've pretty much watched every raw since wrestlemania and uh raw has been that cody draw (laughs) that's really what it was. Like, it was initially like a, yeah, let me see what Cody's fucking with on Raw. And then it was like, okay, this is fine. And uh, so I have, I do agree with Phil. SmackDown, there's got to be a conversation about SmackDown. That show, it's, it's, it's I think it's, I think it's fallen off a lot longer than people want to give it credit for. I think it really fell off in the draft. I think they took everything that was working on SmackDown and moved it to Raw. Mm-hmm. And, uh, left SmackDown with so little that, I don't know. There's... It's not even that they leave, left it with so little. You can see a change in how they pace the show because um, I think this bad thing happened, and it always happens with WWE. They get something good, and then they drive it into the ground. The Roman stuff worked, and so then they made the entire show about Roman, and then they progressively took all the other interesting things about SmackDown away, and now... All you have is the Roman stuff. Everything else is so lackluster. Well, and... at least, yeah, because before the draft, you at least had, like, it was, the Roman stuff was working, but at least if the Roman stuff wasn't for you, you had Bianca, you had Becky, you had, um, you had Seth Rollins, you had, Seth Rollins, you had <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens. Like, there was a lot of other things Biggie. on SmackDown that were working, and all of a sudden, they were like, nah, let's take all of that and bring it to Raw because... Roman is enough to carry SmackDown, and he's not. Um, he's, he's I think. Not. I, I think if people have seen, I have definitely done an about face on Roman for the last um, over the last six months. That I do feel like Roman is the biggest star in the business. Easy. Um, that said, uh, I no no one act can carry a show, and I feel like SmackDown is very much a one act show right now. It and is. Uh, that's. I, I I will say this though. Um, people have to give Xavier Woods his flowers because he will—he is the king of taking chicken shit and turning it into chicken salad. He is the king of it. The way that he has taken this roll-up finish and turned it into this backwood gimmick, mm. it is genius. <laughs> he has—he has WWE saying backwoods on TV. I don't—I don't know if some white watchers know what they're referencing. But it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put the Backwoods logo up last night, and I was like, they are missing the boat by not giving us Backwoods merch at this point. Oh, my god! Come on, man. Make it happen. <laughs> I don't like know. any corner store in the U.S. I, and I hate backwoods. to say it, but, yo, <laughs> Pro Wrestling T would have did it by now. There would have been a Backwoods shirt out by now. Um, and I feel like that's one of those things that indie wrestling and 
like outside the WWE machine, they understand how to capitalize on something that is hot on the internet. This backwoods thing is hilarious. And I, I hate seeing things like Kofi getting pinned every week, but Woods is, is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen any of I, that I shit. Read. I don't know. And nothing that you guys are talking about, so, all that shit's trash. Especially <laughs> Raw, SmackDown, Cody shit's boring as fuck. Roman's here. I, I'm bored as fuck. I'm happy that that shit's over. Can we please talk about anything else in the world besides the World Wrestling no. Federation? That shit's trash. We can't. We're getting t- releases. More of this. No, this oh, this my God. Uh, uh, but, so, Orion Ben 666 says, shout out to Jay Shell for trying to, to correct rules on this. Uh, she said, then the Nixon ex- uh, excerpts um, came out and folks got quiet. Athena doesn't lie about this. Um, I don't. I don't think any of the women are lying about their experiences. No, AEW or WWE, and exactly. I think people have to take them at face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and if you can improve based on people's experiences, please do. Um, Van Twinblade says NXT was stat padding with those ladies. They knew what they were doing. No, they uh, were absolutely stat padding, throwing <laughs> up those triple doubles and losing games, fam. Like, come on, man, get out of here. Uh, they made a graphic. Y'all are nasty. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about it, really. Ricardo, the bot guy, said thoughts on the Fed returning to Divas booking. Um, yeah, and I, I think we should be very specific. I don't think it's necessarily because when you hear Divas era, there was this. Uh, the thing that made the Divas era bad is that they were in a creative rut and yes. they were also giving us the short matches. Yeah. Um, I do think they're giving us a lot of short matches on SmackDown and Raw and people are not really talking about it. But on NXT, they are giving the women time. But there's not real substance to the gimmicks or the stories. It's all just like, hey, look at this. This is fun. Hey, look at that. This is sexy, isn't it? This is this is good, right? Because look, it's what kids want, right? It's what younger people want, right? And it's just it's just no. I real mean, substance I, I I do think that um, there is some misremembering of the worst parts of the the divas era, though, mm-hmm. and I I do think that uh, like. I was gonna say there hasn't been any pillow fights, but they're really close with Wendy Wu or whatever. L- like like could, uh, a pillow fight could happen on any week on this fucking water gun. The but water gun the things, match is happening. Yeah, one of the things exactly. the one of the things Divas era did was uh, like they thought women were interchangeable back then. They yeah. used to just like. Yep. Swap theme songs out. Mm-hmm. Like yes. there was a point where Philly um, was a staple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was mm-hmm. Crystal Marshall's theme song, and then they mm-hmm. were like, "Nah, we're just gonna use it for the women in general." And then also, uh, t- Tiffany debuts, and they were just like, "Ah, we're just gonna give her Tori Wilson's music." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Layla uh, at one point gets Tiffany's old music uh, that they just threw on her for no reason. And it was like we shout out Layla L too. She was fine, boy. Layla L was so fine. Oh my goodness! Um, uh, But there was a point where (laughs) when she won the diva search, by the way, I was voting like every (laughs) day. (laughs) Every day, I was like, I was like Layla L. I've got like three browsers open. I'm clearing the hash, and I'm like. I'm like, nah, y'all better sign. I remember oh, what, it came down to her and Jen England, and I was like, nah. No, 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 Layla L, Layla, all bro. the way, the, the voting Layla. And when she mm-hmm. won, I had so much faith in pro wrestling fans at that point. Because uh, I thought they were going to Maybe they dis- do know. Yeah, because I thought they were going to disappoint me. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, because none of the black women had won in any of the other pre- uh, previous diva searches. And I was like, are they going to miss it on Layla? You cannot mm-hmm. miss it on Layla. They did. I was 
all about Layla L. And and the proof is in the podcast because I was podcasting at that time. And all I was talking about when it came time to cover Diva Search was vote for Layla L. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Shout out Layla L. Um, And so, yeah. But anyway, though, but back at that time, I remember like after Trish Stratus retired, uh, they had this whole movement where they were like, hey, women need to point. Because Trish Stratus came out in points, and uh, and all women need to do so, and like they were having every single diva come out, and uh, out, they all had the exact same pose. They would come out, stand at the top of the ramp, and point. And they they thought like the interchangeability is gone. That I feel like that doesn't exist today across mm-hmm. any level. I do feel like there's a lot of individuality that Definitely. they don't view them as just like interchangeable women that you can. Mm-hmm move in and out like of the main roster of notice. wwe is still like that's still like a relief that's not yeah, like nxt I, I, oh man I, so. I saw people going well bianca is not treated like a diva fam bianca has not been on nxt in what two or three years come on right. guys like cut it out mm-hmm. um <laughs> it's yeah. just i don't know man but like i i think that a you're right i do think that some people have like this revisionist view of the divas era but i also think that there were people that started watching during the divas era so that was their foray in the women's wrestling I mean, and that's what they love there's a tv show called total divas so. yeah, yeah. I, look i know i know a ton of people that <laughs> no, are, and i think are, total divas was the catalyst to giving more identity to everybody yeah no, total it divas worked, it worked be, for them yeah no yeah, no because look, total it, divas gave exposure to um the women's division in a way where it's like okay now we're definitely seeing them as individuals right. but really it's because we're seeing them in a more natural element yeah. where yeah um, there isn't they're not robotic whatever yes. stupid nah, character yeah. you're trying to get over there you're not copy and paste characters but yeah right. I, I just think that the, that era has its pros and its cons um but i think the biggest issue was like you said the interchangeability and just like the creativity of the storylines at that time and what they were doing with characters and i do think that there are aspects of that that i can see in nxt 2.0 it might not be exactly the same but there are similarities i mean mandy rose just she would fit right into that era yeah so. and, and look that's not a knock but she would have succeeded either. Yeah, no, <laughs> like she would have succeeded. Yeah, yeah, it's not a knock on Mandy Rose. It's like, no, she would have been cooking back then. Yeah, because yeah. I think people downplay that Mandy can wrestle. I just yeah. think that they choose to highlight other things other than her wrestling. And yeah, they're not going to tell you her. that she can wrestle. They're going to say, look at those legs or look at those lips or whatever, you know? So, but yeah, no, yeah. she can definitely go. Nathan says, too many people couldn't tell the difference between a woman choosing to have sex appeal in her character and it being forced or encouraged by their male boss. Simple, Big right facts, straight man. to the point. There you go. Man. Big yes. facts. Uh, let's see. We've got some others. Tremaine says, uh, Ricochet is Intercontinental Champ on SmackDown. No, he's not. Way. You're lying. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> he is. No, he actually defended the <laughs> no, title I, yeah, no, uh, against um, Shanky last night. Get, getting a shanky. Um, yo, bring back the Sing Bros. That's my new campaign for 2022. I wish we had uh, my old rant about Veer and Shanky, and it just came in right there at that point. Veer and yeah. fucking Shanky, bro. Remember, and remember when, now Veer. Remember when the WWE Twitter account I accidentally called him Skanky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they did Skanky uh, dirty. Ferdhausen says, so tuned out of WWE. I'm listening to your review and watching Impact and rewatch Rampage over watching SmackDown myself. Straight up. Uh, and Tremaine asked the good question. What would it take for Reg to even be mild on the Fed? Money. Yo. <laughs> Money. Yo. 
Money, This will change it to WWE's my favorite show I've ever seen. I love WrestleMania. The uh, Randy Orton's the greatest WWE wrestler yeah. of all time. Yo, no, they were getting at my guy over these Reggie takes. No, <laughs> <laughs> those Randy takes were getting people in their feelings, bro. Oh, they were getting me out of here. There were some wrestlers <laughs> trying to get me out of here. I'm like, yo, I didn't say because I don't like Randy Orton. You shouldn't like Randy Orton. That's always my thing is yo. I understand why everybody likes him. I just don't want any part of that. Like, I get it. He's a great wrestler, but I don't. Oh, there, you know? there, there are a few moments, and I'm sure when we get to October and we do like a retrospect of our first year as a podcast, mm-hmm. there are a few moments as as a trio that I, I looked around and I go, "We're we're yeah. we're we're doing the shield fist bump like yeah. metaphysically <laughs> across Twitter because." Bro, when I said, "When's the last time you seen a dope Randy Orton match?" and people are talking about match from 2011, that's not a sale, bro. I need something. Yeah. What yeah. kind of a sale is that? Yeah, I don't remember what night it was, but it was that whatever night that was when somebody was like, Orton is better than Punk, and all three of us were like, nah, no. collectively. <laughs> I was like, no. He is not. <laughs> uh, ShotKid29 says, uh, so there's still two open spots in the women's Owen debut, uh, debuts, maybe? If so, some combination of Nixon, uh, Mia, or Taya please. Uh, I want Athena Jade at double or nothing. Um, I know. Okay. I, I guess I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. one of them is Chris Statlander. So okay. then it's really that just, uh, just one uh, spot. yeah. So it's really just one. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, and that could be Athena. That could be Mia Yim. That could be, it, it could be a lot of people, honestly, but those could are probably be Yuka. She's coming back. Yeah, right. Like, I would uh, love to see it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, let's talk about the releases. Because uh, several uh, NXT talents were cut. Um, Dave Meltzer reported yesterday that he's been uh, of the impression that there's going to be more, that essentially WWE has the, the big investors call coming up next week, and they usually like to get all this done before the investors call. Uh, so they're thinking there may be some main roster cuts, but at the, uh, in the meantime, we saw a bunch of, uh, um, NXT cuts yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there was 10, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, nine. Am I missing no, one? I think there was 10. There was one. I remember the seeing that last, which was that last one? Whatever the last one uh, that Sean Ross sat posted. I think there is. Wasn't it Loomis? Loomis, yeah, Loomis yeah. was the last one. That was the tooth. So one. there's, uh, well, yeah, we saw a lot of names cut. Um, our friend of the show, Dakota Kai, was, shout out to Dakota uh, Kai, man. Shout out to Dakota Kai. She's awesome. Uh, she is, um, and she was, uh, she was one of the names released. Um, we saw Malcolm Bivens. Um, really, the, the the three people are talking about are Dakota, Malcolm, and Dexter. Uh, just because they were set, they they were in the highest positions. A lot of the cu- yeah. couple of those were legit brand new, like they've been mm-hmm. in WWE for like three months or something. So yeah, because yeah, like because d- like we saw um, uh, Harlan cut, yeah, uh, and he was an interesting one because um, it seemed like they were really high on him, and there was a lot of hype around. Uh, but then they come. gave him the dumb, they did this to themselves. They why, gave him that. Why dumb did they gimmick. try to make him Festus? In? Yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on, man. Like it wasn't like, look work. at his Instagram. It, it would be way more interesting if he was that guy with this designer on uh, designer shoes and shit. That shit would have been fucking what, dope. 
when I saw him walk into Wale Mania and I saw what he was wearing, the people he was with, I was like, oh, this Bruh, dude is saucy. Like, I'm why saying, didn't I have this dude on TV like this? When Westside Gun was on NXT and they finally acknowledged him, it was because of Harlan. But, you know, they don't get that, so, of course. Yeah. Yo, one of the funniest things I noticed this week uh, is when I watched the uh, Theory win the United States Championship and you could see Westside in the background <laughs> saying, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody hilarious. tweeted him, too. Somebody was like, why were you so disappointed? And he's like, well, that's Finn Bowers, my no, brother. Bowers yeah, he, yeah, what you mean? I'm mad. This is whack. <laughs> no, and it was whack. <laughs> it was whack, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we saw... So here's the thing. As far as... Uh, this happens the, every year. But as far as Dakota is concerned, um, Dakota was a case where, uh, according to Fightful Select, um, uh, make sure they get the props there, Dakota definitely saw the writing on the wall. And we could yeah. see the writing on the wall with her. Uh, and part of it was... The there seemed to have been for the longest time just a complete lack of commitment with her that I personally have never felt that um, she didn't come through as a performer Um, that I I was definitely very, very late on the uh, Dakota train. But I felt like Mm -hmm. um, as a performer, she is somebody who definitely was always up to the task easily. Um, but it never she's felt... one of those they didn't give like they her whole everything that's great about her they didn't highlight it i feel you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she would come through in the ring because she's a great talent but like everything that would take her to the next level they didn't highlight sadly yeah well, her, so. like i said I, I i felt this distinct lack of commitment with her though when it felt like uh you know that the the word out now was that they felt like she wasn't good enough for the main roster and insane. uh and, and yeah that feels that's... like an ins- that feels that's like craziness. an insane take. However, I can see that they felt that way. Um, yeah, because like sure. when they did when they called her up for them dark matches, uh, she would work those matches. And then, uh, like I remember, I think it was last year, she had a dark match with Aaliyah, and they put Aaliyah over. And that immediately told me, oh, they see Aaliyah over um, over Dakota Kai very clearly. Yep. Uh, and and sure enough, that's exactly what happened, right? Aaliyah goes up to the main roster. Dakota Kai does not. She remains in NXT. And again, nobody wants to remain in NXT. Nobody. Nobody moved, especially if they're uh, not from the States. Nobody moved here no. to work to in work Florida. only in Florida? That's crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah, especially when your company is all about having a touring brand of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's, it's all about money, you guys. They're not yeah. going to stay in NXT making peanuts that shit's why and so the thing is like for her i absolutely can see her vision which is i need to be elsewhere like i need to be back especially when i'm seeing how much people are thriving outside of uh wwe that and it's not to say like immediately go to AEW though that's nope. my hunch is where she's headed yep. um but she don't the need fact to. is the the thing is you can sign with AEW and then also work a million other places. And like the fact that people are thriving, getting to put on the best matches of their lives and getting to do it all around the country in front of different fans every single week and get to have uh, really the experience that they get to craft. No, nah, I absolutely see why she didn't want to be there. Anymore. And look at all the places she can go. She could be a mission pro. She could be in the new one that Maria Canales is starting. She could be Bam. in impact wrestling. There's so many women's wrestling right now is insane so i think there's even more of a motivation for women that are in the wwe to be like look the grass is honestly greener on the other side i will leave if you guys are not going to treat me right or if you don't get it which like if you don't have a plan for me yeah if you don't have a plan for me you 
know, I'm not interested. Like yeah. I absolutely I could see that. And yeah, Hell so yeah. Um, she saw the writing on the wall and it it sounded like uh, she wasn't interested in staying there anyway. So that seems more like a, a, a mutual, but um, I don't know that directly. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, uh, mm. Mm. it's just it's just interesting to me because I saw a lot of people with the Athena thing and the Tegan thing go. Yeah. Well, they don't have characters; it's their fault, or they never they never managed to get over what like what is. Can their... I can I say by the way, real quick? I feel like. Wrestling Twitter specifically, but wrestling fans a lot on the internet don't know the difference between character and a gimmick. Yes. And they think that a character and a gimmick are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not true at all. No, it's uh, not. And... That honestly, wrestling as a whole doesn't really need gimmicks at all. No. Um, and But I feel like people think that if you can't describe it on a sheet of paper, uh, then it's not character. Like the mo- one of the most famous gimmick characters, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a g- they brought him in as a gimmick, and then he got over when he was himself, which is his character. So like, yeah, you know look, what I mean? Uh, like yeah, gimmick is not character traits. Yeah. Character traits de- define like certain things about their personality, their motivations. Mm-hmm. Gimmick you know, is like Madcap Moss. He's a funny guy that wears dumb clothes. That's yeah, like a gimmick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but yeah, where I'm going with that is that. I feel like I've seen a lot of people use this excuse for some women. Oh, she didn't have a character. Yeah. I saw people trying to do it with Tony. Oh, she never figured out a character, and that's why she didn't work there. Dakota Kai is the exception to that because Dakota Kai did everything they asked of her. I thought she was a great babyface. They had a chance to make her a babyface champion. I thought she was great during the Mae Young Classic. She was great when they sent her to NXT UK. Um, I really felt like she should have been the one to dethrone Shayna. The story was there, and they never went back to it. Um, I feel like you could make the same conversation about Candice LeRae as well, um, but I feel like they didn't understand how to use her as a babyface, so they turned her. The same way you had Team Kick as a great tag team, you could easily push them in a Dusty Cup and have them fixtured on television every week as a tag team, and they didn't get that. They just didn't understand things about her as a baby face. They missed the ball. Right. So they told her, told her to turn her heel. She had one of the best heel turns in recent memory, in my opinion. Yep. And she made that heel heel character work. Mm-hmm. And they I still... love that thing that they did in the, the war games where she came out and yeah. kicked Tegan. That was great. It great. was great. And she yeah. had that she had that great uh I think it was a cage match with, with Tegan. Mm-hmm. No, she she managed to make everything they asked her to do work and they still didn't see it in her. I thought they should have made her champion as a heel as well and they wouldn't with Raquel. Um, right. And even after that, they still could have had her beat Raquel and be champion and they still wouldn't they do it. And that's why I'm like, whatever excuse you can make for other women about them not having the personality and stuff, Dakota does not fit in that box. Um, right. There's so much she can do elsewhere. We were talking about somebody that's worked stardom. She is a former artist of artist of stardom champion um she's she's worked... another one of those when they see her she like athena was the same thing like every every match she's had post wwe is amazing and they're like oh wait i forgot that you can yeah, do that she, that's gonna she... be the same thing with dakota they're gonna be like oh wait she is an amazing wrestler wwe drop she, the ball she's yeah, gonna yeah, kill yeah, it man know. and and look i i i already said it online hey whatever she goes by after this is not dakota kai if it's evie book evie versus the kick demon give us that match that's gonna be awesome I want to see them exchanging kicks because, come on, man. Like, that that's the easy one. Um, that's the lob. She has about a million dream matches on the indies in Japan. She, it's its lit. 
honestly. Yeah, and and if you're if you're talking about going to AEW, Diona is gonna be fire. Yeah, if you're talking about somebody <laughs> that could go to AEW that has um, experience working with Joshi wrestlers like yeah. Nyla does, like Tony does, mm-hmm. um, she would fit right along there if they want to do other stuff. Especially if you're talking about doing that all women show. I don't know if that's a thing, but if no, you do want to do that. that, do that later, and we speak it into existence, mm-hmm. she can work those matches. Yeah, and she could work on just like you were saying, both sides of the coin. Coin. She could do heels. She could do face. She's uh, she can cover a lot of ground. She's great. great. She's it, gonna be on the way. Man, she's great. And then, um, Stoke We Hathaway, Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, I had a little Twitter meltdown because I just read uh, the top line of Sean Ross Sapp thing where it says Stoke We Hathaway was released. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the bottom is like, he wanted to. And then that made me, I got super excited because I know that he's cooking something in his brain. Just like I said on Twitter, they'd never for one second of his whole run utilized him to his full position potential malcolm bivens also known as stokely hathaway is the best manager in wrestling by far like it's not just like he's hot on twitter which he's an amazing on twitter him and nyla are like neck and neck just for best people, yeah, yeah they're just hilarious my god if that's the combo we I'm so, that's crazy huh but yeah no like he is just like he enhances so many talents he could do heel he could do face he is just an amazing guy every time we see content from him it's amazing he if he wanted if he didn't want to resign and wanted to go out into the world i'm super excited because i know he has something planned there's so many ways he could go so many companies he could be in AEW, like we said is is immediate there's like a bunch of wrestlers there impact he could go to japan he could be anywhere in the world and it's going to work out because this guy just knows how to do it. Honestly, he could just be what he used to be before he went to WWE. It's just like Stokely Hathaway all over the independents. He's ha- managing people in every independent wrestling company, getting the bag. It's it's lit. I'm very excited about this one. Um, this is dope. <laughs> Honestly, I got so excited when I saw that he was released and he won- he didn't resign, which means we out here so yeah he was offered a contract extension back in february that he Mm -hmm. declined and so um this is pretty much like a preemptive release of like Mm -hmm. all right you don't want to be here then we don't want to be good yeah Yeah. hey and look i always can't quit you're fired right Um, yeah exactly (laughs) hey and i always (laughs) applaud people going look i know i can do better somewhere else i don't want to renew i want to do that i'm always going to respect that yep and they sat on him for you know he signed three years ago like this isn't like uh a case of well, you know, you gave him, uh, you know, he was getting a chance. Like, you didn't even figure out what you wanted to do with him till literally a few months ago. Right. Um, you introduced Diamond Mine last year, and th- you started firing people from Diamond Mine who right. were all, who you had already introduced on TV. Like, Roddy's the only one left now. It's crazy out here. Like, no, he, they still got he, Ivy and the the Creeds, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, but like he was. You know, peddling uphill for a long time, right? Of like, okay, y'all are taking away my group. Like, you already established some on TV and then fired people that were that we just put on TV in it. Like, I, I and for him, I can absolutely see having a bigger vision and wanting yep. to do more and uh, that not being the place for it. And so, they don't like managers in WWE anyway. Like MVP and Paul Heyman are like the only ones that are going to get shit. <laughs> <on TV right laughs> unless, yeah, unless you. Uh, are somebody who wants to wrestle uh, like your L.A. Knight or yeah, exactly. about unless, to be Adam Cole. Unless they force <laughs> you into being a manager and Man, then fire I still can't believe they were, they looked at L.A. Knight and were like, nah, manager. Like, Dude, I uh, thought that was like, if I could name like five wrestlers that I thought were going to succeed, like I'm like, WWE is their, their way. L.A. Knight, 
was Eli Drake dummy. Yeah, he was the one. I was like, this guy is Taylor made yeah, for this. It, I didn't get. I'm like, what? He's everything you like. I, that would probably be the most disheartening to me because like. It feels like he worked his whole career to be a WWE yeah. wrestler, not a wrestler, a WWE superstar. He worked his whole career for that. And then for them to be like, oh, no, we just want you to be a manager because you're old. Fuck off, dude. You guys yeah, it's, it's weird. It, 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 this is just another reminder that we don't actually know what WWE wants because yeah, every time we <laughs> see somebody that looks like what they want, it, it's not it. Like, I thought right. that with Killer Cross, like, I thought yeah, he was oh, what man. they wanted. And he was he's, another one on not. my top five list. I'd be like, no, Killer Cross is going to make a, a killing. No, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't uh, that's what makes it right. so weird that they were like, nope, out of, out of all these NXT guys, uh, Theory. And it's like, yeah, huh? And that's not a knock at near theory. It's just weird because when you look at the other guys that they kind of passed on, it's like that's the guy that you guys think is the next up. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, so Loomis was interesting because um, I thought his signing uh, when he first signed three years ago was like really out of place and odd. I thought so like, too. Like I would not have ever looked at Sam Shaw and TNA and gone, mm-hmm. "All right, that's a guy WWE is going to attach to." And uh, to steal a point from Bix, Bix, you know, he had said uh, yesterday <laughs> that he thought um, that Sam Shaw was just one of those like, all right, we got to keep him from any other company. So let's sign him up uh, kind of signings. And mm. they ended up just kind of stuck with him. Um, and but then like they did some things with him, right? Like they did the the stuff with Indy Hartwell and mm. uh, they got people. He was a prominent it. character over there for a while in NXT. Damn, he's another one. He did everything they asked him to do. He did mm. all of the goofy comedy stuff. He did that wedding <laughs> angle, which Stop I thought talking. That, I thought that wedding <laughs> angle was trash. Sorry, oh, uh, <laughs> um, but they he did everything they asked him to do, and mm. then they still were just like, nah, see you later. And I we're feel good. like that also speaks to what Athena was saying, like, yo, I'm tired of this. I've done everything you asked me to do, and there is no there is no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. There's some people that have been in the game for 13 and 14 years before they get here. I've done it all. I want to do me. Let me go off. Let me be. Mercedes Martinez, she talked about it. She said, I've been this for this many years, and you're going to try to change what I created? That doesn't even make any sense. And then you don't want to use me. How do you want to use me? What's going on here? But, you know, as you said, we don't know what they want. They don't. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, Play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. 
That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What they want at this point. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Um, I, I will say this, though. My my hunch, my gut feeling is that this is going to kind of be the norm for NXT 2.0. The NXT yeah. 2.0 isn't necessarily going to have a whole lot of patience. And right. kind of rightfully so, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is a show that was designed to make people for the main roster. And right. it's almost like, look, if we don't have... If you're not main roster, what we see for the main roster, then, like, why are we continuing to waste hours of your time? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's going to be a lot more faster turnover. A lot more turnover. Well, I mean, Triple H said it. He said it in that athletics uh, interview mm-hmm. um, that that was going to happen. He said we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna waste as much time on people. We're gonna cut them right away. But then, how um, do you find out who's anything? And, 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 but see, that's why I'm I am kind of leery with this uh, nil thing because it's like it seems like they're gonna just bring in a bulk of people and they're gonna you know. Like they said, the Harlan. Really they said Harlan wasn't progressing. Like you didn't give him time to progress. You didn't give yeah. him any t- any moment to they're try. Not, they're, they're not. They're not. They're not going to be patient with it anymore. He he said it outright in that inter- interview. And but that was another thing that was interesting about the Athena thing because everybody made it seem like all right. Well, just because he's not there, we don't know that this wasn't Triple H's plan. And then he came out and gave that song and dance about a couple how of people have been was, saying that this was always the plan. And, mm-hmm. and Athena basically said like, no, once Triple H went away, nobody knew what was going on, which I we mean, all knew, but nobody would admit it. Mm-hmm. I, I Hunter said something that was like almost, uh, demonstrably false. He straight up said that, uh, Oh, uh, what was it? He said, you know, it's still, you know, my crew there. No, it's not. The it's only not. He did. He did say that. <laughs> he sure this did. This cat, big bro. They're he gone. Sure like, did no, say all that. your guys are gone. Like, just Shawn Michaels, that's it. Like, yeah, that's all you well, got. I Michaels mean, that is his crew. leading a faction in another company. What are I mean, you talking that, about? They, that is his crew. Shawn Michaels is his crew, so I guess it's not that much. They even got like, Brian out of here, so. Yeah, like, Road Dog, Regal, like, all his guys. Yeah. Ryan Katz, like, do you know mm-hmm. how many people have Ryan Katz stories? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so no, there was a lot of people making up stuff about NXT 2.0. Look, I I get that it did need to change um, yep. because it did get a bit stale. But there are people that are acting like, no, the black and gold brand was in the mud, and this was always Triple H's plan. Mm, nah. Don't look like it, fam. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I, think that, I, I think they were going to make a switch, but it wasn't gonna be like. 2.0 extreme I, everything's out the, the window even if they, they reboot it i think trips you know was I mean? going to be more hands-on i mean yeah. I, do have nice one, of course. I do have one genuine question um because for any because i hear it a lot that nxt 2.0 is more successful than black and gold but my question for that is, it? is but that's my question by what metric like i and i genuinely mean that like i i am genuinely asking by what metric? That's because a lie. Sasha the, Banks, uh, Roman Reigns. Like, come on, dude. Shut but up. In, in what way? Roman it's not more successful you know as a television show because the ratings yeah. are bad. Yeah, um, ratings are in the mud. The, they're not. They're not doing takeovers anymore. So you don't. You can't see what they're doing is in terms of a game. No touring. They were touring on the Black. Yeah, brand, it's you know, like, no. Uh, I, I mean, like uh, also in terms of. Even having main roster successes. They haven't called anybody exactly. up from that brand. So right. like Where is Eo Shirai, fam? Call this woman up. Get her off of that brand. Cut it out. <laughs> like I, I I'm like genuinely curious. By what metric is NXC two point more successful than black and gold? Man. Uh, this is 
I'm genuinely asking this because I, I, I like am actually looking for it. Um, Carlos says, I'm the biggest Dakota fan. It was ready to snap when I saw the news. Luckily saw she didn't want to resign. The turn at War Games was one of the coolest moments I've seen live. Such a shame they never gave her a run as NXT champ. We love you, Dakota. I believe that was in so, Chicago, wasn't it? Um, when she turned at War yes. Games. Uh, 2019. You were there, Phil? I was not there. Uh, mm. Hilarious story. I had a ticket to that show, but I didn't go. Mm. Oh, you did too. <laughs> you told me about that story. That is funny. Uh, and let's see. Also, we have uh, Brent says, Long live Stokely Hathaway. His run in MLW a few years back. Another was place so he fun. could show up. Yep. Mm hmm. I like uh, it. With the releases happening, does Ali ask for his? I mean, his ask is still on the table. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he didn't actually, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually our next story. Um, but. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that now. Because That's funny, yeah. These two, two things do coincide because Ali really was like, let me get up out of here, and they told him, nah. Nah, uh, it's, it's the big difference that he got online and was like he wanted to leave and embarrass mm-hmm. them, and the others yeah. were just saying it behind scenes. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's uh, the Asuka, biggest difference. Asuka and Ali did return this past Monday on Raw. Um, and, yeah. Exciting moment. I hated yeah. when he came out and Austin Theory was like, "You took your ball and go and went home." And they were trying to make it make it like it was his fault that he wasn't on TV. I hate it. I hate when they do, when Vince is like, "It's not my fault. It's I'll their show fault." You. Oh my yeah, God. especially because like that that's shit. not what happened. He was that's not he, what happened. He wasn't on TV <laughs> and he requested his release publicly. But it's not like he. Ask to not be like that's not what that's happened not there what at happened. all. No. Yeah, he didn't that, take that, his ball and go home. He was trying to take his ball and be well, on TV with them. They the, told him no. The thing I will say about that, I do think that it's smart to make Theory the messenger for that because yeah, he's a, essentially the Vince McMahon Aaron right. boy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes sense for them to do it with that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I guess it's good heel heat because I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, look, the stuff he did with Miz when he came out was was interesting enough. But it is just so awkward because you know that he doesn't want to be there. Right. Um, it's just very awkward. And I mean, it is look, awkward. It feels awkward. If if this turns into a push for him and he gets good things out of this, great because he deserves good things. But I just don't like that it looks like it's out of spite. Um, right. And we don't we don't know the story behind it. We don't know why he was put back on TV at this uh, moment. I do, but I guess I can't talk about that right now. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll wait until we can't talk about it. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I said, I never like to be the reporter, so I don't know what's out there about that. So I Come on, Scooster. So I, I at least want to make sure Get that it's Get some eyes on our show, boy. Anything. Let it go. No, I can't do that. But uh, oh, Come on, man. And, but, but, man, I want great things for Ali, man. I cannot yeah. say that enough. He's um, a great talent. That's why we're fantastic all upset talent. that he wasn't on TV, honestly. Yeah, one of those guys from the cruiserweight division that they just, for whatever reason, did not get. There's so many guys from that division that are good. Like, they got Gulak doing whatever the fuck they're doing with Gulak. And he's just so much better than that. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, you know, that uh, Ali was interesting because, um, I don't know, I there wasn't like a great crowd reaction for his return, like really at all. Uh, And, Mm. and, and what I find interesting about that is that like you watch raw WWE doctors, them crowd reactions. Like I I have been picturing for the last year, (laughs) somebody sitting there with like, you know, like an NPC, like drum machine with like cheer boo. Mm. And like, they're just sitting there and they're like, all right, cheer. 
Mm-hmm. All right, and then we got Boo. All right, and then let's get some. This is awesome. Right. All right. Like that's how I picture like DJing Raw, right? EQ it. But, EQ it yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they've been. I, 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 I imagine it's probably necessary because like the the king of the fake reactions right now has been Bobby Lashley, uh, and it's probably because he's been a heel for so long that they're like, okay, we gotta get some cheers in. But mm-hmm. they have been like. You would think The Rock's been returning the way they've been like. Doing <laughs> oh, that oh, one. Man. Matthew posted that one. That the one. Had, yeah, that was. Yeah, oh we're like, God, you've seen nobody so in the silly. background move, and there's just like this monster cheer. Mm-hmm. But same with uh, when he appeared on the Titan Tron. They, they threw a big cheer for Bobby Lashley. And uh, like, this is new territory for WWE because. They didn't have the ability until the Thunderdome to do this for live shows. Like, old so, people, when it happened, this is going to be a blessing in disguise <laughs> for no, you them, know, and it's it, going to be a rain of terror. Learned, yeah, once they learned how to do it in the Thunderdome to do Cheers live, mm-hmm. uh, because it was always something they like doctored in on like tape shows, but it was never something they were able to do live. But now that they have the ability, yeah, they have not taking their yeah. finger off that button. They I knew the, have... ro- the writing was on the wall for something like this at WrestleMania 32 when on the Big Tron they had cheer and boot. Like, they were directing the crowd, and I was like, right. something is going real bad here. I mean, and well, the, and I, the I Thunderdome feeling... made it go like, okay, now we could just like we get the him. old PS2 uh, <laughs> audio clips and put them in there. Well, And I had a feeling that was going to be the case in the comeback when at WrestleMania 37 – um, I noticed in the the, the Sasha and uh, Bianca match that during the entrances there were like a sm- like it all sounded like the Thunderdome, and I thought, uh oh, like if uh, you're doing that at WrestleMania, it's yeah, crazy. WrestleMania, There's so many thousand people was, here, and I was like, <laughs> no, don't do that because you got people here, and uh, but I but like I at least justified in my brain. I'm like, but it's limited capacity, and mm. everybody's wearing masks, mm-hmm. so maybe. You, uh, you're just doing it for now, but once people like fully come back, you don't need to do it. And then they still do it. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. bro, I was screaming playing behind it. my mask for Bianca and Sasha. You could still hear it. I didn't get why they did that. It's crazy. Yeah, right. man. The way they played it after that Lacey promo last night was... Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I was like, nobody in this crowd is cheering for this. <laughs> Knock it off. But, <laughs> Cut but it I out, guess I said all that to say that they had the... They have the ability to enhance anything they want. Right. Like essentially, at this point, you don't have to say nobody get if somebody's gotten a bad reaction because if you want the reaction you want, just do Thank it. You. you have that ability. So I was curious when I saw that like Ali felt like a, a, a tepid reaction, and I thought because they wanted could, to be. You, you that, could, I was yeah. gonna say that adds more onto that spite, so they could be like, yeah, "Look, I'm we like, put you on TV, and nobody cares." Well, because y'all could have fixed that because mm-hmm. um, not all those cheers in Oscar's entrance were legit. No, no. Um, but uh, like you, you could have fixed that, and you didn't. And I found that interesting. Uh, but either they way, wanted to fall on his face, man. It, but, it, it, but, it looks very obvious. But he beat the Miz. Uh, he did, he did uh, get him with the roll-up victory. But um, like we just talked about a couple weeks ago with the Miz and Cody, it doesn't mean anything. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a nothing victory at this point, honestly. Uh, on a more exciting side of things, Asuka is back. Asuka, mm-hmm. uh, the best in the world. Um, as I mentioned this past week on DAD, um, I've been watching Asuka versus Hikaru Shida matches on YouTube just because uh, those two have a lot of history and a lot of have chemistry. You, you, you've seen the tag match with with Kenny with and Kenny, yes. with the with the with the hip checks. Yes, hilarious uh, match. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's hilarious. Even if you could just see the 
the highlights of it. It's somewhere on YouTube. But like, the, speaking but, of black and gold, Asuka, the things that she, the matches that she had in the black and gold brand when she was the women's champion, amazing, man. She had so many great matches out there. In, incredible. Uh, man, Asuka is uh, easily one of my favorite wrestlers. Not just favorite women's yeah. wrestlers. She's one of my favorite wrestlers, period. Yeah. Um, and Love Asuka. I, I wanted to be more excited about her return because I have been wanting her to come back. I, mm-hmm. I feel like they should have brought her back at Rumble. I don't know if she just wasn't ready. But, um, yeah, this was – the response to it was weird because they tried to put the piped-in crowd, and it was just like, uh. But I do think that this feud is going to be good because I do yeah. think that Becky is going to bring the character work to it, and they always have great matches together. They, they have do. not had a single bad match. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it is promising that they're giving her a big feud straight away coming Ooh, that back. Royal Rumble 20 – was that 2020? That – the one that Asuka won, or mm. uh, no, the one that uh, that she lost with the the mist, where uh, Becky got her with the gut check right as she was gonna miss and hit her, and she spit it in the air. That's such a creative finish. I fucking mm. love that. Yeah, um, I, I love that match. Um, I I actually love when she beat her too with the cattle mutilation. Yeah, such a good match, mm. underrated match. Um, I think it got it got thrown under the fact that Becky won Royal Rumble that night, right? And people didn't talk about the match, which is kind right. of story of Oscar's main roster run is that mm. she's had great moments and they're immediately a footnote to somebody else's moment. Yes, because hell, her winning the title was more about Ronda Rousey screwing over mm-hmm. Charlotte. And Becky. Her winning the Rumble yeah. was more about Ronda, which yeah. I fucking hated. Um, yes, <laughs> uh, but. Asuka's back. back, and uh, Becky had cut a promo beforehand, and then Asuka comes out and erupts. Um, and, you know, hopefully it's addressed uh, that, you know, Becky had handed the title over mm-hmm. to Asuka at one point, mm-hmm. and because uh, I felt like Becky would be a little more angry about the fact that, you know, or happy to see her. Hey, Man, this look. is the person I passed the torch to when I left uh, to become a mutter. Uh, (laughs) man look becky's character work is underrated in my opinion i don't think people are giving her enough credit for the heel stuff she's doing the way she reacted when oscar's music hit and she was like oh no because this is the person that's giving her the most problems Mm -hmm. throughout her main roster run because she beat her when she was the man she was one of the few people that beat her during that run legitimately um Mm -hmm. and so i felt like it made sense for them to come back to this and go like yeah, she never beat you for the title, but at the same time, you know that she can. Um, and so I, I like the idea that she is straight away worried about Oscar because, like, the the way that promo was going, she was basically like, "No, I'm gonna go on this hellacious run, and I'm gonna be back in the title picture." And then Oscar was like, "Nah, I'm back here though." Um, and yeah. I don't, I don't think. And we, then flicked your nose, right? Yeah, man, Booped the the, the nose. <laughs> Knows my body is mm-hmm. better, ready for Oscar stuff that she's doing on Twitter. It's great. Mm-hmm. She definitely has one of the funniest Twitter accounts right she up is. there she's with Stokely good. and Nyla. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's uh, Oscar's back. And um, I think that is a breath of fresh air and a shot in the arm for the division in the sense that, as Becky has pointed out, she's been consistently holding the belt for three years mm-hmm. uh that yeah she was gone for a year uh and that happened to be a year that like nothing matters from yeah. uh and as soon as she's back right back in the picture so it's going to be refreshing to see becky outside of the title picture yeah and three a big years. a big um 
feud that doesn't revolve around the title is for the women's division is always welcome. So they'll yeah. be yeah. they'll get good matches with time that is going to mean something because they're both two important figures. So yeah, this is so good. that's a, that's that's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to have Oscar back. Ali, um, I'll be interested in his uh, shoot interviews. <laughs> Come on, man, do do better Seriously. by Ali, man. Yeah. The other uh, thing is Oscar's trying looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like a lot of the. I'm not a big fan of the VR graphics, like at all. I think those are terrible, but well, I, don't, I do I don't think like that. Uh, but I do like some of the Tron work um, that's done uh, behind those. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It, it's weird to me that the VR stuff is supposed to look big budget, <laughs> but it actually looks. <laughs> tacky it does. and oh, like yeah, it's yeah. almost like we got money and shouldn't be spending it like fucking mm-hmm. ps2 graphic roman yeah. uh like yeah that statue looks awful bro so, it looks awful yeah so bad nah, the the little cheap american nightmare graphics that come in nah mm-hmm. nah that stuff's any good mm-hmm. um yeah. but i do think that the trons and stuff are great like oddly enough just film what the people see that's right. I don't know. I I have mm-hmm. never needed Just like that if you're gonna do the AR graphics, like save that stuff for like a WrestleMania or something. Yeah. But uh, it looks with like seeing it every week to me is a mistake. Right. Um. Yeah. Hey, guess who won the TNT title again? Scorp. Real is back, bro. We're we're uh, we're, we're back in the building. Me and Reg already talked about this, uh, mm. but I felt like you know who really needed the floor for this. Philip Lindsay. Yes, yes. Uh, somebody tried to get your man out the paint mm-hmm. uh, the day of, bat- of Battle of the Belts because I was really excited for Scorpio, so I made myself an easy target for this. And I, I'm not going to be apologetic for that. Uh, Scorpio's great. Um, I I wanted him to win, and I thought that he had a good moment. Um, but this match was really good. That ladder match yeah. was so much better than it had any right to be. Again, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. dude. Be careful out there. That Yo, 630. Rumor, what was what, that? Dude, what was he thinking? <laughs> what? Dude. There relax. was no way Scorpio could catch him. Like, no way. I don't know what he was doing. You're coming down so fast, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, But, yeah, I, I think there was a lot of skepticism, you know, myself included, um, with the double turn at Battle of Delts, um, whether it was going to work. But I thought this worked tremendously because i felt like the reaction to this was so much better than his first win Agreed. i i think that the hate for sammy is in full effect the boos mm-hmm. were so loud this week you could barely hear his theme music mm-hmm. and so it just shows that they made the right decision by flipping both of them and i just think the wherewithal to do what cody did for sammy and do all of the callbacks in that match to made it clear that that's what they were doing they did the callback with the cutter um so it was very clear that they did story beats here. Like anybody right. that thought that there wasn't a plan after Scorpio lost, I felt like this fairly proved that that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even after the match, they did all the callbacks to the promos that they did after the match, the way that Scorpio shoved Lambert out the way, the very small tease this week of Frankie coming out and Scorpio basically saying, no, I'm not going to renege on my promise and, and, seeing them still have that affection for each other from SCU and Lambert and Ethan were looking at him in the background like what is this mm-hmm. 
the the seeds of dissension are there. It, yes. It's 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 coming. They're going either they're going to turn on him or he's going to leave. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I like what they're doing. And man, if this again leads to Scorpio having this big moment in a form which he deserves, I'm here for it. We waiting for uh, a month out. Yep. Yeah, uh, so, the way I looked at this uh, was because I've seen the the general take of. You know, Happy Scorpio got it back, but he shouldn't have lost in the first place. I'll say this, as far as that's concerned. Um, long-term booking is always, I think, the most preferred way of booking a wrestling promotion because it always feels rewarding to look back and go, man, uh, this is the culmination of my personal investment after all this time. Kenny and Hangman is one of the best examples of long-term booking uh, and getting a payoff that was worthwhile. Yes. There's also... That's not the only way you can book a championship. But I think uh, what what I was going to say... No. What I was going to say is there also is reading the room (laughs) and uh, and that sometimes your long-term booking ideas don't work out. Another example, uh, looking at the WWE side, is WWE had a really long-term plan. Summer of 2005, they had decided um, our WrestleMania main event for WrestleMania 22 is going to be Triple H versus John Cena. That's it. They knew it then. They had a stare-down on Raw, I think, in uh, October of 2005, and it was like, okay, they're going to now get us there by April. But what happened by April? Cena got booed out of the building, and Hunter was starting to get <laughs> Hunter was, was starting to get cheered, and it was like, okay, we do not have the same match that we thought we had in uh, in October of 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is was a case like this where it's like, okay, long term plan was very clearly um, actually the longer term plan was Cody and Brandy versus Scorpio and Paige Van Zant. But when they no longer had Cody and Brandy, the plan became Paige Van Zant and Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. So, long-term plan. That's obviously it. But again, read the room. Fans aren't cheering Sammy Guevara, and the fans aren't really booing Scorpio Sky. And it's like, while some saw what happened with Scorpio losing the title as... um, not in Scorpio's favor. Again, I look at that as if you wanted to turn Scorpio face, the best way to turn somebody face is to get fans sympathy for them, to make fans care about them. Um, And I don't think you could have just outright turned Scorpio in any way without having some kind of injustice happen and in his case it was he was screwed out of the title he immediately got gets the microphone um or they do the backstage thing the the uh the social media promo he cut where he's like uh happens to me again the first opportunity they got they screwed me out of my title um and it worked right because they're in philadelphia the fans wanted to see him beat sammy guevara and get his belt back the by the time they got to the end of that match the fans were cheering their asses off and i guess I don't know how a babyface term would have worked for Scorpio any more effectively than that. Do mm-hmm. I like hot potatoing of belts? Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love it. Honestly. <laughs> hey, I know, right? Even as the world champion, I want the world championship to be like that, but people are 
fucking dumb as I've realized. Every single That's championship doesn't have to be a long term champion. Ooh, if he's not five hundred day champion, he needs to be CM Punk and he needs to shut up, dude. Like every title doesn't have to be the same. <laughs> and most importantly, it's the fucking television championship defended every fucking week. Of course there's gonna be more defenses, more losses, more hot potatoing because all these guys are evenly fucking matched. It's not like two dorks and they're just giving it to whoever. No, it's like Sammy Guevara, fucking Darby Allen, uh, Scorpio Sky. There's all these super talented guys. So when they win the championship, it's not like a hot potato. It's like, no, it's a super hot wrestler who won the belt. When it happens in, in, in MMA and UFC, those titles change hands all the time. Somebody gets hot, wins for three fights, and then another person that's been winning for 10 fights comes in and beats him, and then they lose. This is just how it works, man. It doesn't have to be all yeah. everybody's I mean, I, booked I do for agree a year with and a half fucking run. I, and if do you do, keep it to the world champion, bro. <laughs> like, I do agree with the logic that the belt's defended more. So in that sense, it should change hands more if it is defended more. Come on. Um, otherwise, yeah. you're just going to get a bunch of retention. It's That's been defended it. 49 times. I looked oh it up. Oh, my God. So I, I saw this. <laughs> 49? I saw, Holy yeah. shit. I saw this take on Twitter, and I had to. I had to stop myself from responding to it. I stopped myself from responding to a lot of things just to save myself the, the, the stress. But that 24-7 take is the stupidest shit. That is the worst dumb take That's, that anybody the and their stupidest fucking... Take. You guys, that is... You're stupid. Stop it. That's dumb. It what is, do you... It, it, you can say what you want about, about wanting longer reign for the TNT title recently. You're not liking a hot potato. But... Regardless, the TNT title still feels important. It's still main event shows. It's the still matches fit. are badass. It's not a fucking joke yeah. title that fucking. It, it's they not pin a people joke title. It's not a joke title won by roll ups. Like it's not the same at all. It's a s- stupid take. <laughs> right, I, and like I said, I think that like it's very clear, and it's been clear for a long time that they're behind Scorpio. That he is somebody yeah. that they want to see succeed, and it was a matter of um, as a heel, was he getting the reactions a heel needed to get? Not really. Um, Dan Lambert was, but at the same time, I don't want Scorpio Sky feeding off of Dan Lambert reactions. No I want people reacting to Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And so, in this sense, I think a babyface run for him is going to be more so what he needs. Uh, more and, beneficial, for sure. Um, As you can fear- see, look at they did the they they haven't even done the full full turn, and the the his win was way different than his first win. You know what I mean? Just by doing that, it already yeah. changed the course of everything, and he got a bigger victory off of that. So like, you know, way bigger reaction. Now, I I I want to see them. Uh, I, I like I think the best story they could do with it for me would be like doing a triple cross of him, where mm-hmm. you know because everybody the general prediction is that. Um, you know, obviously, you could see that uh, Lambert and company are unhappy with him being cool with his SCU buddies um, or buddy uh, because Chris Daniels isn't out there, but Kaz is. Uh, but I want to see Kaz also turn. Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. like. Uh, I did think something when he came out in the all black suit. I was like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here? and like Kaz aligns with uh, with Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. And it's like Scorpio's ex partners form an alliance together against Scorpio and like do it. Scorpio needs like, to be alone though. I don't think he needs. No, uh, but that's, and that's why I want, I want to see Scorpio alone yeah. and I want to kind of see like Scorpio against the world kind of thing. Yeah. And like, that's where I would go with that. And mm-hmm. uh, I would love to see a three way page Kaz and Scorpio. Like that would be a fire match. Um, also though, we're seeing what Ethan page can do on the mic. Yeah. And Ethan page great uh, on the mic. 
Yeah, and I, I want to see. Honestly, just get Dan Lambert out of here. He There's doesn't need Dan Lambert either. either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Everybody like, that you're talking for can talk, bro. What are you doing here? Get, yeah, like, get Lambert out of here, bro. Just get Dan Lambert out of here. That's what I want to see. But yeah. no, I, I think uh, we'll get a better idea of what Scorpio brings to the table as a champion with the or as a baby face and uh, um, and and bringing back the open challenge thing will benefit scorpio sky a lot too so hopefully they on, that give back. him like yeah. he's give he, him the he record promised, yeah he, he promised uh kazari in the first defense like just yeah. give it to him uh let's keep it going there's there's a lot you can do there and that's what i want to see mm-hmm. do it um but of course we got to get through this mixed tag and congrats to scorpio on winning yes. that championship Big congrats, that, was, congrats, that was a great um, match mm-hmm. Hey, Brent Lockman says, is it fair to say the WWE looked at their audience as a visual and nothing more at this point? I mean, it is a visual. Yes, they do like um, having the people there. I've been hoping for the longest time that uh, they... As soon as they can get the CGI right, we're out of here. We're done. (laughs) When they get the CGI fans, it's a wrap. So y'all better enjoy it right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I, I don't know why they're still doing the 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 fake reactions it's because crazy. like like I said on Twitter this week um, like I actually understood at first it's like okay we're we're not we're reopening but uh, not everybody's coming like we still attendance was fairly low when they first reopened back up to fans and they like those first couple of shows were like sold out and then after that it was like uh, kind of. Uh, didn't do well. That show you went to, Reg, like Ooh. was a great example of that. that was rough. <laughs> um, but but some uh, of these spots they're still pulling like six thousand yeah. people, seven thousand people. And then on top of that, though, like they also have, there were still mask orders in place. And like, granted, as much as you can yell through a mask, it's gonna sound. It's not gonna sound it's not the, same. the same. Yeah, yeah, it sound the same. Mm-hmm. So like, I got it at first, but now that we're in a position where like that's not in place like they are doing really good attendance and y'all in um, florida and texas where they don't yeah, care about masks i, I, I like don't see masks <laughs> i barely see any masks in any of these crowds uh <laughs> it is weird that you're still doing that um so especially uh, when that, it doesn't say, we can all hear it doesn't grad it doesn't sound good at all like it doesn't the sound the same it's bad it's so no, bad. and, and it's i flat. feel like they've, they've had some missed time they've had yeah, some missed time have, like remember they they, during that uh that ronda rousey promo where they like threw in this like massive pop like mid sentence and it was like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you can't it, react it, to it. you with nothing to be it, reacting it, to it, it yeah. sounds it sounds real flat and lifeless um mm-hmm. but no i i liken it to um when Ray got that new manager and and Ray and he he cut the the lights down at the right time and quieted everybody down and Ray came backstage like how did you do that what was that like I feel like WWE <laughs> looked around after they got got their hands on that audio like we yeah. can do that oh mm. yeah I didn't know we can keep doing that yeah it's just yeah, like gotta say when they figured out that they can put in chairs and booze it was it that was it yeah, gloves are off yeah. Vince a thousand percent I, came I, back I am like, legit what I'm a, I legit though picture them with just like an NPC, which is yeah, all the sounds. Yeah, definitely. Somebody just like, just like chair. You know, and, and DJ got the headphones on. He's like, all right, here we go, man. Kept, <laughs> done, done on the easy, on the on the ones and twos oh back there. Done's the DJ. Kevin Dunn, disgusting. Oh my god. Oh, Mad man. King. What is AEW's best stipulation match? Personal favorite is the Bucks Lucha Bros cage match. Thanks that for the entertainment. Entertainment during mm. the sun, Saturday. I love the uh, Bucks and Lucha uh, Bros uh, ladder match too. That match was, oh. yeah. Uh, um, I think mm. uh, you know. I actually mentioned that I was a big fan, uh, to be perfectly honest, of the um, 
casino ladder match. The mm. not the first one that they did double or nothing because I feel like uh, not having a crowd for that. Um, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the yeah. same. But I do like the idea of Royal Rumble rules for a ladder match, where it's mm-hmm. a one-on-one, but as the match progresses, suddenly the ladder match becomes more difficult, mm-hmm. uh, and then it becomes anybody's match. And, uh, you know, the idea that there's a joker if necessary, because yeah. if somebody retrieves the item before the joker enters, then technically he's not necessary. We mm-hmm. never would have needed him. Uh, I actually do like that. Uh, that's like a great original match idea. And honestly, I think of the casino matches, it's the best casino. What, the casino tag match? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. The casino battle royale and the casino ladder match. I think mm-hmm. the casino, casino ladder match worked out best. And like yeah. that made for a great moment for Hangman. Um, yeah, hey, it, Cody. It's either, oh. the, the, it's either the, the Cody cage match for me where he did the moonsault off mm-hmm. or, the, or the ladder match with Sammy. Um, mm-hmm. I think, hey. yeah. Cody from Zero says, heavyweight division title has successfully been defended like only three times. Um, and that is a Stipe rec- or holds the record. Uh, nobody thinks Stipe isn't a uh, dangerous man. Oh, am I? That, uh, okay, I get what I'm doing wrong mm-hmm. here. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so stupid. I'm fucking American. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> It's where we were raised, Will. We can't help yeah. it. We're Americans. Come on, man. Yeah. You, you, you you look like you went to private school, man. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. You, you didn't? <laughs> Am I the only one in, 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 in the three of us that went to private school? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I am a product of the public the school system. You I see am. how Will looked at me like, I ain't, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he looked at you like, what, bro? <laughs> I'm not me? Clarence. You don't try and pop a doc me on here. What are you uh, doing? No, <laughs> 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 he was like hey, me he, 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 sir i i went to like how many i went to four elementary schools at that i moved around like mm. i was the the new kid way more often than i would have ever liked to be um was the four elementary schools hamlin limerick john ms yeah uh went to four elementary schools and, and, yeah he looked they looked me up and down like what, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what, what are you what? trying to throw on me i am not papa doc I would never <laughs> I didn't know uh, that I, you went to private school, Phil. How was that? I, yeah, I didn't know. That. This is actually interesting. <laughs> I actually want to know more about this. How was yeah, your definitely. life in private school? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about what you would expect of going to private school. It's just, mm. I don't know. I went to I went to Catholic school for, what, eight years? Oh, shit. Oh, wow. 12 years. Sorry. 12. Yeah. I went to high school, too. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. You learn a lot about somebody. Nah, cool. man. There was graffiti on my elementary yeah, no, school. I went that to was... The, uh, there, I went to schools with race wars, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I that. listen. Our my my uh, the Catholic school I went to was like in the middle of the South Side, so of course it's race oh, wars. Yeah, like it's it's, it's Mexicans yeah. and and black kids and white kids. Oh, I mean, same. yeah, yeah, because yeah, like mean, your private schools ain't the same as somebody else's private schools. It's still Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Nah, I was, uh, I don't know. It's it's. it's as public school as it gets. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I went to uh, the school district I graduated in. Uh, I graduated from Rangeview High School. Uh, uh, ranks for the last like fifteen years. And go figure. I graduated seventeen years ago. Um, dead no, last in in college preparedness. Uh, dead they last. Like, they're dead last. <laughs> they are so bad at preparing um, preparing us for college and. In hindsight, I'm like, yeah, 
I could see that. Every I fucking high school that. is, though. That's the issue. My high school didn't prepare me for fucking college either. Whose high school prepares them for college except for, like, the schools that are specifically meant for that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some West High School, they didn't give a fuck. They're like, yo, get out of – we need to try to not die, first of all. And second of all, like <laughs> – Not, not get, die. Get these people to pass these stupid-ass tests, and we'll get out of here. So, yeah. hilariously enough, the school I went to in, in for elementary school um, – it was a Catholic school, but right across the street, there was a public school. And um, they staggered the ways that we got, the times we got out of school so mm-hmm. that we did not cross the street at the same time with oh, the public shit. school kids. Because yeah. um, I'll never forget, I never understood why most of the other schools around us got out at two, but we got out at three. And I'm like, why did we have to be <laughs> in school till three? And the school across the street, I see them coming out of the building at two o'clock. Why can't mm-hmm. we leave? And so... I quickly found out later that it's because we they didn't want us to co-mingle. And yeah. I went I went and played basketball at that court across the street several times. I know why we didn't That's co-mingle. A, a lot of people got jumped at that, <laughs> yeah, at that park. I'm saying. Yeah, they thought y'all was on some other shit because y'all were private school. No, nah, man. If you like, come out with that uniform on, I'm saying, they feel bro. like they can try you, bro. Bro, yeah, exactly. I will Straight say, up. we did have uniforms um, at one of the elementary schools I went to. But that was literally because we were getting our asses beat for, uh, yeah, and all. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, now it's, uh, yeah, everybody has time, to wear, bro. everybody yeah. has to wear the same thing. Everybody yeah. has to wear nice shoes mm-hmm. uh, because it's crazy. Uh, nah, people yeah. were absolutely out here getting killed over Jordans during that era, That's bro. A fact. It was crazy Facts. out here. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah, my mom bought me Jordans, and for a while I was like, I don't know, man, it's scary out there. <laughs> got to put them Jordans on, bro. You, As you a kid, I had one it. pair of Jordans that I couldn't wear to school for that very reason. Yeah, and that was uh, somebody gonna try to take them. Nobody honestly tried to take mine, thankfully enough. So yeah, so I think when you oh, I got a... beat up, and somebody stole my. Uh, uh, I had, I had a picture that I printed, by the way, of. Um, <laughs> I had this picture I had printed off of Bone Thugs and Harmony. This is my favorite group, right? Bone, 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 bone. Let me tell you, though. These niggas beat my ass for this picture. <laughs> what? What was, was so special about this picture? What was the picture? <laughs> oh bone Thugs and Harmony. I, I was carried around in my backpack. It's real Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? Jesus. And, because I was a big fan of Bone in, in elementary school. And, and they like, kicked We got to get that picture, bro. That Bone Thug picture is hard. They we beat the shit it. out of me. It took my picture. Wow. Did you have it like one of those binders with the, the clear thing and you slide yep. it in there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That is hilarious. No, no. I remember. I was on the ground. I'm still picturing uh, feet coming my way. Just <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, I can picture it as clear Tell as Tell me day. what you gonna you're... do when there ain't nowhere to hide. I mean, there's nowhere to hide. You guys are... <laughs> there ain't nowhere to hide. Stop, please. Help. <laughs> That's a wild story, bro. Get that is a hilarious thing to get beat up over. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. man. Y'all just take this picture, bro. I'll print another one. Y'all do not have to do this. <laughs> This does not have to be like this. This could be a lot easier. I can print five or six of them if y'all want. Everybody out here can have a home Yeah. Why am I getting... Why do I see Nike Cortezes on my face right now, bro? It's great. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Not the Cortezes, bro. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> Yeah, for, for, for people that don't know, this is the thing I didn't realize, that that's definitely a big regional thing that 
like here, everybody wore stark white Air Force Ones, but mm. in Cali, Cortez's are the yeah, thing. Yeah, Cortez's is the gangbanger shoe in California. <laughs> <for> <laughs> sure. Like I have to wear a pair of Cortez, like because I'm like I can't, you can't buy those, bro. Like the niggas, niggas be rocking those. Well, usually the Latino homies, the Latino homies took it over actually, and they they were just like, there we go. you got a like pair of Rocky, uh, Nike Cortez is using them streets for reals. <laughs> oh man! And then the Black Air Force One just be kind of came universal. Black, as Black like, Air Force One energy became a just, thing. But yeah, no people. I, I that is one of the, the funny things with sneaker culture right now that everybody buys Jordans now and everybody mm-hmm. wants to wear Jordans. But yep. man, it was it was crazy out it was here. Scary. If you man. bought Jordans for a minute, people were legit getting killed. And that's funny because like when you you being in chicago like that's like when they talk about people getting killed for jordans they usually bring up chicago funny enough so like it must have been super duper crazy yeah. out there because yeah, i hear and, about that often like in chicago niggas was getting man, shot in the like, 90s yeah it was it was i mean it was crazy hey, jordan played in chicago jordan yeah. chicago <laughs> yeah i guess that makes the most sense huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i church pastor blaster says hey fam just showing love we appreciate you appreciate that uh and let's see. <laughs> you went so grand. There's a funny one coming up that Monique one. <laughs> uh Shot Kid29 says Stokely shouting out his girl Zia Lee on the way out on Twitter had me in tears that yesterday. Was that was great. Uh Amir says, uh, have any early prediction for the men's Owen final? I'm thinking it's gonna be Darby versus Adam Cole. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that. I, think I don't it know if Darby's going to be at the end, though. Yeah, I'd probably I don't go know. with, like... We gotta uh, see the I was whole surprised field. that Jungle Boy lost, honestly. Yeah. I thought he could have went pretty far. To, far yeah, but they got to defend the tag titles at the pay-per-view, yeah. so... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious what the entire field's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Monique says, Phil, you with the Cranbrook? <laughs> That's a private school. That's a, uh-huh. you with the Cranbrook? That's a private school. <laughs> I'm a product of the private Catholic school, too. Was constantly clowned for being a Clarence. Oh, man. That is funny. <laughs> Real name is Clarence. And Clarence <laughs> lives at home with both parents. I definitely did not live at home with both parents. So, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Whew, too funny. Y'all are hilarious. Did live at home with both parents. My parents are still together to this day. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy yeah, anniversary. It was, like two weeks, it was like two weeks ago. But nonetheless. Does your uh, dad still have that tank of gas that you got for him like three months ago? Or did he get a, <laughs> <laughs> get a refill? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, shout out to your parents. That's dope. How long yeah, has no, it been, been, you said? Thir- 38 years they've been married. <laughs> That's a long fucking 38 years they've been to married. To be with one person? Oh. And I think goodness. they were together for like seven years before that. So. Oh, my God. Oh, they've man. been together hey, a whole As a matter of fact, I've been on the hunt. And if anybody could help me, this would be great. So, I've been trying to find. I know it had to have been 1978. Oh, damn. You going out the window with this one. You trying home. But my parents were on an episode of The Price is Right. Wow. And, uh, Fam. The, the factoids that you just dropped. I'm hold saying. On. Hold on. I've been trying to find. I've only ever seen pictures. Bro? But I cannot find the episode itself. Um, and I know they want to. Uh, they want a car because my dad held on to that car till the wheels fell off. Um, <laughs> he they just want stopped a, driving that car yesterday. They want a car and they won uh, a, a stereo. Damn, so they, they still won ha- too. That's legit. Yeah, they won. Um, and for the life of me, 
cannot find that episode. I found uh, there's a newspaper article about it uh, because my parents were living in Bakersfield, and it was like local Bakersfield man on the Price is Right. Let's go, uh, baby. Yeah. Bako in the building. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I have, have to go new- today. Shout out to my mom. Her yeah. birthday's tomorrow. Shout out to Mia Morrison. That's all. Oh, man. Yeah. Happy birthday, birthday to Happy my birthday. mother tomorrow. She's going to the beach. That's why I'm not going to see her. Her favorite birthday trip thing is to go to the beach and just listen to the waves and just kick it. So shout out to my mom. Love my mom. She's the best. Yeah, shout out Mama Reg. You said it was The Price is Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, my uh, uncle was on Wheel of Fortune, and he won a car, too, so. <laughs> What's up, baby? Another Bakersfield man, man on I, blah, I, blah, blah. I, I, I'm trying to get on a game show, man. I watch. Uh, I want to be on Supermarket Sweep. I was just watching it. I'm like, I got to get on here, man. I'm going to win this. I'm going to see you, Leslie. I watch uh, The Weakest Link every week. and uh, That still comes out. Uh, they've rebooted like, yeah, like they're in its, it's in its second season. Really? Um, yeah, it rebooted last year, and I, I love that, that show. Um, and you know, because for those who know or don't know the 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 format of the Weakest Link, you know, it's it's basically a team based game. Every round, you vote off a member of mm-hmm. the team. You vote off the Weakest Link till it comes down to two. Then the two play against each other, and it's just funny to watch the dynamics because I like to predict how people are going to vote. Because usually, like, the worst thing that can happen to you is if you're a male surrounded by women because the women are going to vote you off. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're if it's all bro. women left, like, you are out. Guaranteed, they are going to knock your ass out. Um, but same deal if you are a white contestant and you are surrounded by um, other, and your teammates are all black, they are going wow. to get your ass out. Mm-hmm. You could be the strongest link, but they will all look around and vote Later, you Larry. Off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great now i want to be on the weakest link so that's that's the one right now that i am that's a smarty pants show ain't it yeah but like i sit there and like answer these questions and i'm like i could do this and of course i'd probably be out first round uh but at least as i'm watching it on tv i'm like nah i we I still need wrestler weakest link and that loser uh that is a senator in Tennessee or whatever can't be on there with this. Oh dumb man, mask. they did have the wrestlers on yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. They had the right wrestler. And that big loser came. that hates homeless people won that. Yeah. Ooh, game. that was a. Ooh, that was a nasty tweet. What Oof. was yeah. that, man? Why are you talking like that? That's weird. Hey, let's talk about the number one. Brothers rebellion. of destruction are trash. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. It was rebellion <laughs> <laughs> last week. <laughs> Yeah, Impact Wrestling, they came back, uh, they righted a wrong of a lot of people that have been upset. Every time I'm like, watch Impact Wrestling, they go to this one moment. Why did they do that to Josh Alexander? Why did they do the thing with Moose? I don't know, man. They, they, they wanted to do it, but they righted the wrong. Josh Alexander got the Impact Wrestling world title victory over Moose in a really great match, actually. They went for it. They did some crazy things. That style clash running thing was awesome. Yeah, there was, was a lot awesome. of a lot of great uh a lot of great action in that. And yeah, Josh Alexander won the Impact World Championship. Right at that wrong of people who are upset. So they're gonna try to move into a different direction, I hope. And I'm interested to see how his run goes. I wrote a story about uh cheap plug Russell talk about Impact Wrestling and what they could do to keep the momentum. Cause I feel like every time they have a pay per view People are interested and they watch it and it's a great pay-per-view, but then like they get to the TV show or they don't even get to the TV show and it's over. So um, Impact, there's a lot of things you guys could do, I think, to retain fans. Um, shows like this and doing things like this are the beginning. So, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of other great action on the show, too. You guys check it out. 
Yeah. Have we have we talked about you doing the Russell Talk thing? And I, the last time I saw you, we talked about Russell Talk. And so when I saw you on Russell Talk, I did like the bad boys with like the <laughs> with like the uh, <laughs> shake a tail feather in the background. I was like, yeah. ah, yeah. No, because before we left uh, Texas, I was like asking Phil about writing places to write and things that he. You know, because he's had a bunch of experiences, and he mentioned Wrestle Talk, so I just went right, right over to Wrestle Talk. I'm like, "Yo, what's up? Your boy's out here. Holla at your boy." So, yeah, I'm writing for Wrestle Talk now. It's super fun. I'm about to write an article today after this about Malcolm Vivens, aka Stokely Hathaway. Let's see if that goes up. Yo, soon, yeah, that's dope, man. Shout out to Tempest, man. T- Tempest yeah, is dope. that's who yeah. hooked me up. Shout out to Tempest. That's the um, but yeah, no, I, this was a this was a fun show. I thought the main event was good. Uh, I, you, how can you not? think that that entrance was adorable and with the kid oh man and with the son that was with, awesome. with the same gear and everything mm-hmm. and even after he won the son came back out and celebrated mm-hmm. like that was just a great moment when he was doing the little po- all the poses that his dad does to come out ah amazing. yeah come on so man good. that that was that was a great moment for him his mm-hmm. having his family with him when he won i thought that was a great payoff for the storyline um I thought that man, that X Division match was just oh, incredible. Oh my goodness! Oh my yeah, god, that was fire! Shout out to Ace Austin. He's a tremendous, tremendous talent. I love that he's X Division champion because he carries it well. Um, his move set is amazing. Trey Miguel, I've said it a million times. He's one of the one of, if not the most Yo. innovative American wrestler. I mean, luchadors are the craziest. They they are first. Yo, player. put Trey in the <laughs> Trey world McGill. title picture, man. I'm like, saying that dude straight is, up, yeah. that dude's special, man. That's what I wrote about in the articles. I think they need to put more focus on like they have a bunch of X division wrestlers who in the main event they have Mike Speedball, Mike Bailey, Ace Austin, Chris Bay. Uh, all these guys would be tremendous in the world title scene, and I think they need to change it. They're they're sticking with like we do heavyweights. If you're seven feet tall, then you're in the the heavyweight division, and it does not have to be like that. Yeah, I get why they're trying to do it because um, they had a lack of um, real like legitimate world title guys and main yeah. eventers for a minute, so they had to you know supplement it with guys like Rich. And Rich was a great champion in my right. opinion, but. Um, I think they're just trying to rebuild up their world title scene with mm. big guys. And yeah. So I get it. Uh, but yeah, you no, know, put guys like Chris Bay and Trey Miguel in that scene as well. Yeah, totally. uh, but yeah, the, the the women's match I thought was good. Um, Taya. Yeah, Taya, Taya versus mm. Deanna was very good. Uh, I thought Tasha coming out with the, the scar makeup and the gear was oh, hilarious. Yeah. They end up having a pretty solid match as Tasha well. Tasha has been amazing as... Uh, Impact Women's World Champion. Her character is all the way out. She is Tasha Stills, and like the music and her, everything is just great. Man, her coming out and getting straight in the camera and mm-hmm. and and talking shit. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did the that news came out with uh, Inspiration leaving? Yeah, that did. A- and I thought that that was a shame that they mm-hmm. never got to wrestle Fire and Flavor because I right. thought that would have been such a good feud with mm-hmm. uh, two established tag teams. Um, what a crazy ending to their they've had a crazy couple years together yeah. and separately the inspiration so i, I mean, mean i think they're gonna to wrestle them. again eventually but yeah i, I don't know burnt the, out things are going a little you know I yeah get it. i don't know the full story behind it um it is a little weird that they left and caleb with a k left around the same time and they were uh-huh. all kind of in the same storyline mm-hmm. um and i don't so again i don't know what are the specifics behind it but you know of course you know wish them the best i thought yeah. I think they're one of the best women's tag teams out there in terms of their package and their presentation. Um, but no, this was a this was a fun show, man. Um, uh, the Ishii match with Jonah was also very mm-hmm. good. Um, Jonah's yeah, incredible. Th- 
There was a lot to like about this. I thought the tag team elimination joint was better than I expected it to be. This could have mm-hmm. easily turned into one of those goofy uh, things the Impact does where they rely on comedy. Right. But it actually ended up being a fun match. And yeah, yeah, I think people, for whatever reason, have like this harsh criticism of the Good Brothers. But the Good Brothers did a lot of heavy lifting in that match to make it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That match ended up going around 40 minutes and every, you know, I liked what they built within the match. It was a really fun. Yeah. The really fun pay-per-view impact wrestling always does it. They, at their show after that, the title match they set up is Josh Alexander versus Ishii. Cause Ishii got the victory over Jonah. So looking forward to that under siege uh, next week. I think they have a bunch of great matches on that already. So impact wrestling is always watch it on Thursdays or Get yeah. the pay the one dollar and you can watch it on YouTube whenever you want. Give them a chance, you guys. Give them a chance. Yeah, I think if you pay the four ninety nine, you could also watch their like network streaming thing, exclusive mm-hmm. pay per views on there as well. Yeah, five bucks. It's a good deal, it's and good. they got some old stuff that's good. Come on, Come on. And, and that's really the best part about paying the five bucks is you get the you get the library. Yeah, it's always about the library. Yeah. I AEW, about- hurry up, you guys. I was thinking about my brother the other day. He asked me, I was thinking about the Good Brothers. My brother asked me, uh, he's like, hey, whatever happened to the, the two guys who were with Kenny, you know, the with Festus? And I was like, that's Festus. what you remember? <laughs> Festus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Gallows is never like, going to leave that live that down. Yeah, I was like, you mean the Good Brothers? I was like, they're, they're over an impact. I was like, with they were Festus. technically never signed. Um, but I just thought it was funny that that's <laughs> what you remember. There, there's a funny story with me mentioning festus in relation to him and emilio it, <laughs> hilarious uh but nah man good brothers those are the guys man honorary guys honorary good brother here man you yeah, can't be, let's can't be talking shit about them <laughs> uh, uh and so i guess wrapping up in the chat they're talking about who's hosting the weakest link right now it's jane lynch put that on your plate that's a mm. reference. That, uh, total reference. Uh, the, that you would only get that if you watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, but uh, let's see. Jane Lynch is cool, though. Yeah. Uh, I Church Pastor Blaster uh, said, Happy birthday to Mama Righteous. Uh, anniversary Will's parents. My parents celebrated 61 years. That is a wow. long That's, time. Man, that is dude. a blessing, bro. Yeah, shout out Ooh. to your parents, man. I mean, hold on, years. let me do some math there. Real that quick is because, so. I'll be liking um, women for like two years, and I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I think this might be it, baby girl. So now I'm gonna have five girlfriends. That's gonna work out. So. Uh, let's see. I mean, no, but that's insane. Right. Though, no, actually, like, so I've been with my wife since I was 21. So I suppose I'd be 82 to celebrate 61 years with her. Um, well, we got married when I was 20. That's a long 24? time. 24. So then, yeah, that would have to be 85. So, I mean, I lived that long. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I, don't, I don't plan on getting divorced anytime Hey, man, soon, we, yeah. might, uh, we might see you guys celebrating an anniversary uh, in a few weeks, right? Yeah, our anniversary is May 17th, but oh, we're yeah. actually going to celebrate it in Vegas. Double oh, or nothing. Yeah. So, uh... So it's not going to be an entirely wrestling I don't know why trip. I did JR's theme song. <laughs> I was wondering I where you were going with the Spooners joint. That's what you and your wife are going to be dancing for. Yo, yo, if we come to Vegas and you're somewhere dancing to the Spooners thing, I'm just going to walk out the room like, what the? What are we doing, bro? Look, this for me has been one of the funniest episodes of Grass. Uh, no, I don't know what happened, but we just win. It's been a silly like, one. Shout out it. to uh, last one, Cody, with the the Humper Chat set. Young Will getting beat as photographed by Nickelback is playing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Bone Thugs picture. I'm still. That's gonna blow my mind all day that bum, they were bum, like, bum, we gotta bum. get this dude it's today some, for it's his It's just some picture. shit I printed off the internet and like granted, <laughs> bro. Granted, back then, of course, it was all dial-up internet, so it took like ten minutes. To no, download. it was a, that was an expensive picture. I mean, yeah. honestly, in, in hindsight. <laughs> oh man, I, I listen. I've been jumped for some 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 wild things in my Crazy life, but not a picture of Bone Thugs. A Bone Thugs picture. That's up there. I ain't, like. I've I've heard some stories, but a Bone Thug picture, like, man, yeah. I really. You please find the picture it was and post it to Twitter so we can. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find out what picture it was. I mean, because mm-hmm. if I can find it, you'd be like that that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly which one it was. If I can uh, find it, uh, I will absolutely. Big Wishbone fans, I get it. Yeah, hey mm-hmm. folks, nobody was a Wishbone fan. He's everybody's <laughs> least favorite Bone Thugs member. <laughs> Don't be hating on Wishbone, man. He had a couple of bangers out there. He never had a solo track because nobody ever wanted yeah, to hear Wishbone solo. It was like, nah, you bought the Lazy Bone albums. Crazy. Oh, man. Lazy. Busy. Flesh didn't Flesh. get a lot of... He didn't get a lot hey, of play, though, too. That first Flesh solo album, Thugs, Truths Humbly United Gathering Souls, <laughs> that went platinum. <laughs> that Damn was... It. Oh yeah, I did God, not know that. A platinum album? That sounds the, the, the first Flesh and Bone album. Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, let me make sure I'm not making shit up. I'm about I have to be to like, that no, up. he 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 would be flexing that if that was real. Like, I hold got on, let me see. Album. Flesh and Bone, trash. Thugs. That's uh, what niggas are just buying out. My cousin had like every No Limit album. Okay, was. sorry. Damn. All right, you're right. That one went gold. It did sell over five hundred thousand. That's still yeah, a lot. It did sell over five hundred thousand. Yeah, Flesh and Bone. I mean, that solo album was dope though. He had Fat Joe on it. He had uh, it's a Fat Joe. I'm big pun. Was what mm. I meant to say. Uh, though I think Fat Joe was also on it. Um, and you know he had the other members of Bone. He had Rev Run that single uh, World So Cruel. I know a lot more about Bone Thugs and Harmony than I think I've ever let. I on. mean, honestly, but, you got you know, uh, you put it out the picture, fam. Like you you were part of fan club, fam. I was I was obsessive in the nineties about uh, Bone. I, yeah, no, my uh, my cousins and I like nineteen ninety five on. It was like Bone Thugs are the only group that exists in the world. And this shit is hard. So nah, yeah, man, yeah. that was that was what one during that time where I was like, nah, Midwest rap is dope too, because yeah. it's like everybody was like, you know, East Coast, West Coast. And, yeah, yeah, the mm. Mid- Midwest wasn't getting no love, and then when and then, the, you know them what, came out, Crucial Conflict came out, got a little. You bit You know what Bone turned around and did? <laughs> they did as East Coast, West Coast, everything was going on. They they did a song with Pac mm-hmm. and a song with Big. Yep, literally Only ones that got that. Only ones as, in the world that have that. As all that was going down. Mm-hmm. They Both have those both. songs are super fire too. Those are two of my yeah, favorite yeah. bone thugs. Uh, <laughs> thug thug uh, anyway. anyway, folks, that's it for this edition of Grapsity. Thanks for being with us in an extended edition of Grapsity today, because I ain't got shit to do after this. But folks, <laughs> <laughs> for Philip Lindsay, for Righteous Wretch, I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.